Good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair, join us at the hip hop round table. Yeah. This is gonna be a good one, man. We got we got family pulling up uh on this one as well. Sure this is Landon do, Hill on the mic. Uh, but in addition to, to our special guest, got my got my brothers with me, man. Uh young Dev. I might actually introduce you first because the 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 OG of the group, I don't know what he's doing, he's doing something else. So he said, come to him last. I'm going to put him on blast. Oh, we'll M-O-M, get him eventually, man. We don't but, know what he on. Uh, holding down all of Southern California, Long Beach, L.A., Compton, Inglewood, Santa Monica, wherever else uh, in Southern California, YG, uh, AKA, Young Ghost. I mean, listen. Calabasas, all of the above. <laughs> hey, all, please, there, you know please put Mars that. Hey, manifest. We in the manifest. <laughs> <laughs> YG, AKA, Young Ghost, AKA, Young Dev. What's happening with you, sir? What's up? What's up, people, man? I'm 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 actually good, man. This is this is uh been a cool week. Um, I mean, in spite of everything that's been going on, uh, you know, we come on here, it's dang near sounding depressed sometimes, but this week it, it's been pretty up, you know. Um, besides, like I said, the some of the things that's going on in our nation and whatnot, I I could pretty much say, you know, I'm in the building, um, waiting for the streets to open. Uh, y'all already know my story. I'm in the building trying to get these keys. So once the streets open, you know, we can say these kids, man. Yo, and uh, Will, we, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and introduce you, and then I'm going to explain to you. You probably oh, just oh, heard oh, a little bit about you laughing already on my G. <laughs> like, that's what I don't understand. Like, like he didn't even get to There's the introduction so yet, but this guy is laughing hysterically. <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting for the 42 fake. Let's go. Listen, man. Listen. Hey, so we got along for the ride today, man. We got our guy, Will Jackson. Um, he, he's he been, we've been known, well, I've known Will for, for a little while now, man. Uh, Myland and Will went to school together. We also have really close homie, Charles, who we've all been connected with and through. Um, and so because we we're talking DMX today, wanted to bring this dude on because there's few people who I know who rocked with X as hard as Will did. So we wanted to make sure we brought him on. Uh, but Will, man, what, what should the people know about you, man? Uh, you know, you said that you was the, you you the, you the podcast uh, stat stat stuffer apparently. So what, what else folks need to know about you, man? <laughs> hey man, you know, I'm leaving league in assists, man. I got, at some point I got to get my own show. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm watching all these nerds do it, man. You know, I think I can do it better. You know, what I, mean? I like that. That wasn't a shot. I seen Draco finally turn his camera on. That's not a shot. I he heard, he, he, he was called. You said nerds. He jumped yeah, he, on. He knew yeah, it. It's like all right, it's time. It up. Nah, but you know, I'm just out here, man. I'm just trying to live. You know, um, you don't need to know much about me, man. Right, right now, what's important is that you know, um, that you know. Um, you know, we lost the we we lost the hip hop legend. You know what I'm saying, and, I, and that's why I really wanted to pull up when y'all when when y'all popped out with this one today, man. You know what I'm saying because like uh, like you know how big of a fan I am, man. So yeah. when you mentioned that, it was like, all right, this is a no brainer, man. You know, like you know that dude, you know, ra- helped raise me as a young man, man. So if I could, you know, take a little bit of time, you know, just to you know, you know give him my appreciation, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we saw, I, I'm glad, I'm just glad we got a chance to see him live before he yep. passed, you know what I mean? So, you know, so that's about it. That's just, that's where I'm coming from, man. You know, we'll get, to, we'll get to me later, I'm sure at some point. All good, man, all good. And so just yeah. so that you know, Will, the reason we call this man Dev YG, aka Young Go, you heard let's, let's this man. It. That I, we we still, I'm still confused. I've recorded with him for this, I don't this know, first time six I haven't years, five, four, five, six years now. And he 
at first he was in the streets trying to get into the building. He got into the building, <laughs> then he was trying to get in the streets. He he don't know which way he, he's he's getting pulled in both directions, right? He he is literally ghost from power. Like we don't he don't know every time one is pulling the other was pulling the other way. We don't know where he's at. At any point, we don't know if he's in the building or, or, or he don't know. The <laughs> he, he don't know. He, we don't know. He don't know. So we, we just know he he is ghost and ghost is him. That's all that we know. We don't know which spot so, he's so, in. So YG, I don't. Why? Why? Oh, that's for young ghost. Young that's, ghost. That's young, young ghost. ghost. That's, that's YG. You know what, that's what it is. It's a double yeah, entendre because I I once said that YG. <laughs> It's the greatest rapper, rapper of all time. Not, he also, I didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> no, what I said was there's still an element of storytelling that he says, even though it's about the streets, right? And and it's funny that we could. It's funny that uh, given that what's going on uh, with this with this topic, but basically, if you want to talk about what happens, you know, he was doing some storytelling on the current activities. That helps. So I just said that because in a realm of rappers not doing it, he is still in a sense. This man has mentioned YG keeping something alive. Times on this and I have Don't not, fool you. It's good. It's, it's good. Not, He's a YG fan. I, I, I just made a statement about it, and now they tagged on the the the, the moniker. Oh, you know them double on time of the nickname. Though. At oh, you all. Know, don't let nothing at go. all. You, hey, and you and you will see. You will listen, experience. Listen for anybody you know who's in your own this, life outside. Go of back it. through the catalog. Oh, listen to all the. You will hear YG's name an average of once uh, per episode from death. <laughs> no, what let's, what let's, I did let's, say. Let's, let's what I did say was Buster Rhymes is my favorite pound for pound rapper. That's what I did. Yes, I did. And it is for the it. first time in 2020. We ain't gonna go there. It's, you know it's, it's, I can respect that, man. You don't really hear Bus get shout out and shout it out to Will. Will, we again, we recorded, we have recorded for <laughs> dang near six years now. I've only heard this in last year, oh, at the no. end of the year, that that was his favorite artist. I don't know how it, I've known forever <laughs> that Black Thought <laughs> is Milo's favorite. I've said forever. Are you talking Mount favorite. Rushmore? You're in your Somehow, asking questions about Mount Rushmore. That's different than what you saying pound for pound. So you, you ain't asked about pound for pound. So what's going on? Yeah, we're going to have to come back to this conversation. We, we gonna have I, to I wasn't back. in the room for those last ones. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Yo, man, uh, the other dude who is at the round table and always at the round table with us is uh, MOM, Mind of Mylon, Mr. Mylon Drake. Have you wrapped up whatever business you needed to attend to that was more important than this podcast? <laughs> Taxes, making sure Uncle Sam gets what he's supposed to be getting. Yes, that is absolutely oh. more, more important. Absolutely. He Wait, will taxes, come in. He, the 1% pay taxes? Listen, I don't know. Do they? I don't know what they do. I just know I I do. Oh, he's keeping the uh, secrets. That's what it is. He 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 ain't trying to give it up. I get I give us. I, I, I applaud you. I applaud you for making the fake deadline because they extended it. But I, I applaud you no, for no, 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 no. <laughs> I applaud you. Read the fine print. They said, yeah, you can file your papers whenever you want, but I need my money today. <laughs> so that's what I was making sure that they got their paper. Today and I don't know if that's if you did that. That oh, if it oh, wasn't if it midnight. wasn't for the for the oh, day on your calendar, I, I you probably would have waited past the extension. The so I, I dig that. That, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't I don't do I don't do late fees and I don't do we we need to check all your 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 bank accounts now that you was you was late on that one thing. So yeah, uh, while I'm doing this, you might want to mute yourself and then go check, make sure you did what you need to do because because uh, the, the tax man will he will come and get you. He will smack you around, but. Needless to say, um, I have a great wife that fully supported my 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 last efforts uh, to make sure that that got done. Um, 
I'm just out here happy to be in the building. Uh, always, in, uh, I spent two years, two and a half years of my life with with, with this cat um, and this podcast guest guest lecture, guest lecturing today for uh, for today uh, at at University of California at Berkeley. Uh, couldn't have couldn't have survived without him. Uh, but now that it's over, I don't like to see him quite as 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 often as necessary. I mean, I made it through. Now we're done. That's a, that's wow. a, yeah, we're done. It's an old so phase. You, free. you, yeah, you made it through. Free. I carried you through. You know, like <laughs> hey, you need to have a footsteps uh, portrait in your house. You know, the one where I'm not, not not that I'm God, but I but I definitely carry <laughs> you around that canvas. Gotcha. <laughs> I, yeah, that was that was something. That was something. Um, yeah, man. Other than that, man, happy to be in the building, man. Uh, you know, out here in the in the streets, and and sometimes in the building like this cat Dev. But no, I I I, mean, you, you I, don't know I gotta be the only one that gets it. But everybody else got the no, same. Violet is consistent. Violet is consistent. I'm in the building trying to save these kids. Like you know, that's it. That's all I ever do is say, man. You know me, man. I'm out here in the building trying to save these kids, man. Like, that's it. Like, you you the one. I'm in the streets behind the dumpsters. You know, slanging sometimes and ganging sometimes. Like, what? You slanging and ganging? Like, what? What is that? Dang, YG, that? that's what you want, bro? You in the streets? <laughs> bro, like real, real talk, real talk, real talk. I wish you could have heard. I, I, We need to find that podcast. It was the most historic check-in because you could hear. He was confused. He was like, man, I, you know, I'm just in the streets. Because, you know, sometimes you got to take the code. Because, like, they okay, they doing illegal stuff. That stuff they're doing. It could be beneficial if you take it to the building, but then sometimes you get in the building and the elevator's broke. So then you got to go back to the... You're like, where is he going? <laughs> what did he say? And but they felt it, though. Like, I don't even know. Like, he said, but they felt it, though. <laughs> but they felt... It was from the heart. <laughs> it was from oh, the heart of Austin. It's like... Oh, and right, you got to pull up that clip. I need like, that clip, man. Yo, no, I'm gonna find it, bro. It's gonna have to be from one of the sometimes, listeners. Like you go in the building and you going up the steps, you see a homeless man. You gotta stop, <laughs> pick him up, take him back to the street. Like, why have you picked him? Like, what can you just walk by to do? Like, you know, you gotta pick him up. See, that's I'm gonna save everybody. Do we want to be in the streets or do we want to be? You know, <laughs> nobody what, knows. What's nobody. the destination? We don't know. <laughs> Where, we, where, where do we want to be? We don't even know where we're currently <laughs> standing. So least, we can't, we we can't tell. Like, where where are we currently? I really want to leave these streets, but I'm trying to get to the building. Every check-in, he's in both areas. Yeah, I'm in the streets, slanging, giving people, killing the community. But then I'm in the building, blessing <laughs> the question, community. Question, question, question. Is it an upgrade right? from the streets to the sidewalk, or are they synonymous? Like, like, like if I'm on the sidewalk, am I still in the streets? Or am I at the building? That's only for that's only for you know some blocks they only, they only give you nothing but a step of a sidewalk. So you literally in the streets. It's you in the street or the building. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. Okay. And you know what, brother? Hey, my brother. Uh, Umar, understand? <laughs> I already caught that. That's what I was about to hey, say. I didn't uh, know if you did. Hey, I got you, brother. Uh, it makes sense. I get it. Yeah. So well, as, we're out in the streets, for, man. You know, me, me in the building. As for me and my house, I'm just in the building, man, out here trying to save these kids, man. Uh, that's that's it. That's that. I'm, I'm happy to get it. Yeah, and yeah. also what also generally happens in every session, you know, Landon is the, you know, he, he's kind of like guiding the ship, you know, hey, YG, check in. Hey, Mind of Mylan, check in. And they're like, all right, so let's just start podcasting. You know, like he doesn't get into 
you know, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm chilling over here. I'm, we, we yeah, because you're chilling. You're chilling under, just like Kanye said, like you're chilling under a gang of degrees. You're like, you know what? I'm going to take that degree. I'm going <laughs> to cover never, myself. Like, never never done that in my life. <laughs> got a whole bed set from your degrees. Never <laughs> said or done that in my life. Nah, man, I'm 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 cool. Um, I'm actually Hill, in Hill Russell. We call him Hill Russell this, because, this he because he has eleven degrees. Because he has eleven degrees. I, I still, y'all mad from me nothing. Like it just don't, it's it just don't here. add up. I've I've literally been to three school. I don't understand this at all. But <laughs> yeah, sorry, listeners. Nine degrees. Like, uh, like, nah, it doesn't work that way. But it's it's good. I mean, you know, whatever. I, I'll still take it. If it, if it's a win, it's a win. I, I'll take it. Hey, since this was a tribute show, I'm not gonna lie. I totally came in here thinking that the tone was gonna be really sad. <laughs> I'm like, I was gotta start to up, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was prepared to damn near be like emotionally ready to cry as soon as DMX name got said, bro. And now, and now you're crying because there we go. Now I'm crying right. because I don't know if we in the streets or in the building. I don't know where we at. I don't know where we at, so that's why I'm confused. <laughs> If, if at the end, you got a of this, lot of juggernauts in this room. That's all I'm saying. End of this it. conversation, this podcast. If you hang up and you like, hey Keisha, like, where do you think we are? Like, <laughs> like, I, know we, I know. I mean, I know we. I know where we are. You know I mean, but but do you ever wonder, like, where we really like? You got to figure you it out. That, if that if that conversation happens, that we know. we've done our job. That that's that yeah. that's what and, and the listeners just, don't know where they are. They now. just joining. They just going along with us. We hey, no, will now knows. put up on game. I, I appreciate it, man. So 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 just so I'm so I'm so, so it's clear. So 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 uh, he'll <laughs> <laughs> what's legend name again, bro? He'll Russell. He'll Russell. All right, so he'll Russell. YG and Draco. And, and, and mind of Milan. Like you are, I gotta explain that to you. You know, Will, you already uh, know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Once I don't, you I don't, enter into that, is this you can't nobody can make you know I, what I mean? don't get tangled up in Milan's web. That's why I just <laughs> call Draco, man. Because like, Draco gonna have to tell you the story about the silencer on the tape. <laughs> <laughs> so I I call him Draco. So I'm gonna let him tell that to you when the time is right. But just <laughs> so you know, right. like that's just where me and him are right now. Listen, listen Absolutely. to me. As confused as you are about whether we in the streets or in the building, the only place that is more confusing is the mind of mind. That's, 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 that's the only thing. <laughs> that's the only literal place that is more confusing. And, and, and when he gets confused, he just turned seventy years old out of nowhere and gets annoyed with everything that don't understand what he talking about. That's that's his coping mechanism. When he, when he gets confused, he gets angry, and everything gets stupid. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like that's what they said about Incredible Hope. You know, what I mean, you gotta respect the Banner family, brother. You never know how to. You know, what I'm saying you you, you don't want to see me when I get angry. You know, listen, what I mean? you know, listen. If you have ever listened to this podcast before, you know what we talk about. If you have not, just go back and listen. You will. Yeah, we're sorry, first the, of all. It, it, but 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 just do it at your own risk. We're not gonna be held, <laughs> held responsible or, or liable for whatever it is that you hear. Um, <laughs> but man, look, we 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 were actually coming in here. I mean, I guess it's good. We can still have a have a have an upbeat tone, even though we paying respects, man. Like we we coming in here on, on kind of a heavy topic, but uh, but but hopefully it's a celebration still. You know, what folks always talk Absolutely. about celebrating life. I guess that's what we're gonna do today. Keep it keep it. Uh, as light as we can, or or if we if we take another route, we take another route. But obviously, we haven't been able to be on 
uh, it's been a few weeks since we since we've uh, last recorded, and uh, since we did, man, um, the legend DMX uh, passed. Uh, this was actually probably about a week um, since from the time that we're recording now, just about. Uh, and so he has suffered a heart attack, um, I believe, and I don't know if anything else, uh, else has come out since then, but I believe it was um, reported at least that it, it was uh, due to, to an overdose. Um, he was on life support uh, for several days and then ultimately, um, ultimately passed. And so, like I said, man, I mean, obviously we were going to, as we've done before for the countless others who have, uh, who have passed, who have made such an incredible had such an incredible impact on hip hop um, and paid our respects. Wanted to do the same thing with DMX, but um, Will is joining us today because, you know, that, that was his guy. And I thought it would be great to, to have him. We've been talking about having him on the podcast before in the past, but this seemed like the appropriate one uh, to, to really make it happen. So, yeah, man, I mean, you know, and, and for those who, who, who have listened before, y'all know how we do. We just kind of kick it around um, and, you know, as stuff comes up, we'll, we'll kind of we'll kind of roll with the flow. But um, just for now, man, high level. Um, and Deb, we can start with you. Um, but just what what did DMX mean to you and or hip hop? Just, you know, just your your your, your overall thoughts, man. Um, and thinking about what his what his impact was on on this culture. Man, so you know I'm always good for giving prefaces. Um, so if y'all have heard older episodes of how I even got into hip hop, you know I was born in '91, um, and that I mean that you already probably know what was popping. I'll just I'll just give you the uh, the three letters NWA at that point because I was born and raised in LA, and my dad at that time was in Compton. So as far as like uh, if you know MC8 and whatnot, he knew him personally. And, and all the different music video scenes that you know of Snoop and Dre was my dad's life. And so coming in and then uh, basically going seven years, I'm seven years old when uh, DMX first dropped his first album in 98. Like that was hardcore hip hop for the East Coast, just like as you would know, hardcore hip hop for the West Coast. So of course we banging anthem after anthem after anthem of DMX riding the wave of you know the early to mid 90s of all the west coast hardcore and i'm talking about dj quick sugar free all that stuff it it just really felt like it was in alignment with what we know as hardcore hip-hop on the west coast and that's what dmx gave on the east coast as far as it was concerned to me um and it, it's crazy because i was super young couldn't get you know we, we always talk about how albums drop and there's the singles and then you got your track sevens, right? Which means it's the ones that you hear in the message. It might be a little toned down. It's not for the radio. You might not even have a music video for it. I wasn't too deep into DMX to get those tracks, but at the same time, I even just kind of thinking about the verses that came out with him and Snoop last year, I didn't realize how much DMX I knew. So I can pretty much say that he was one of those artists that even now thinking about the stuff he was talking about, like he was anthem driven, he made you proud of who you wanted to be. And at the same time, he gave you like the 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 fact that you could stand on and you know the, the term has been lately 10 toes down. You could stand 10 toes down on you being a real dude, a real, a real one. 
you know, be true to yourself. And then at the same time, you know, like I said, I was too young to understand what we're talking about, but not even realizing the street code that he was on as well and just giving everybody the works as far as like, look, you're going to be in this game. This is what you got to do. And if they talk, you, you already know I'm kind of going into this flow already. Um, and dude, I'll, I'll say that too as well, um, thinking about just his flow and how unique it, his flow was as well. And it that is to me what basically coins the stamp of his legend um, status is the fact that he, when, when you talk about, and, and he think about it, he came out 98 and going into the uh, early 2000s where uniqueness was getting harder and harder as the times are going by. And for him to be so unique with a flow really brought the building blocks of hip hop for me as far as rap, you know, DJing, breakdancing, all that stuff. He was true to his rapping craft and, you know, honestly getting all the different interviews and stuff um, throughout the years. And, you know, um, it, it really it really uh, makes me realize just how, how dope he was. And I know we're going to dive into it deeper. But for me, he was definitely that anthem dude for me. You you know, you're going to remember all his songs, all the melodies that he had. And uh, <clears throat> his flow was just like, and, and I, we like to uh, give a lot of analogies. To me, I love the fact that he was able to go up and down with his pitch and tone, go fast or slow with his cadence. The, the man was was a double Dutch flow type dude where he can go slow and they speed it up. And then give you some different, like turning, jumping, hop on, get on your butt, hop back up. Like this dude will give you, give you everything. And, and that's, that's really where I think uh, kind of stands out the most for me. And, and he was a real one, man. And I, I got it for my last piece. I got to drop the fact that he was such a spiritual man as well, even through, you know, some of the things that, you know, he had to talk about. I, I never took it as glorification. You know, I, I took it as this is what what he had to deal with. We always talk about our social economic status as black and brown folks. He had to live through it. He had to deal with it. He was the victim of some of it. And he gave you the real. Like that that's pretty much, man. So um Mr. Drake, why don't you why don't you hop in here before we get uh before we get Will's take? Um I'll be <clears throat> I'll be brief. So uh young um ill will can 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 uh contribute before uh he starts to cry um at the end of the day i feel like dmx was for me he was more of i definitely was like the anthem side like just like dang like i i mean i never i, I don't think i would have called it i didn't call it anthems at that time but it was like this dude is he can rough riders was like that's what they did they just made music that you were like man like every whenever they dropped something it was going to be a, a, a memorable track and it was going to be the type of thing like oh when when dmx comes on you're not going to be confused of who who is that like oh that's it's, it's only one dmx voice like period it's like tupac had the same thing like tupac get to rapping like you it's you know it's tupac there's no there's no confusion um and his style was you know was his own um, I, I didn't, I think I was more same, similar to what I said about Nipsey when, you know, in previous conversations, I wasn't like, man, I love Nipsey's music. I just really respect it and, and really rock with the individual. And I think DMX was being DMX. And so I, I, I just respected that. I was like, man, this dude, 
I didn't necessarily view him as like, man, I, you know what? And I, if I had a chance, I'd like to hang with him. Because, you know, he, he never had a shirt on and he had dogs and chains. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But I respect what he's, I respect what he's bringing. Whatever he, that energy, it's 100% real. That's him. And it wasn't at no moment, ever, ever. And you have, you, and you can think of, there are certain rappers that you kind of like might pause and have this thought about. I never, ever thought, and that's just like a little gimmick that this dude trying to go with, like to try to get, it's like, nah, that, if I go, if I find DMX chilling at home right now, that that's how I'll be talking. You know, that's just hey, that's just what he does. This is how he talks. I, he's not making, he's not playing around, guys. That's this, this is him. This is all him. I knew that, similar to what Dev was saying, he was a hundred percent him. And I think I was also in similar to Nipsey, I was more impressed or pleased with the fact that hip-hop found him and he found hip-hop that's what i that's what i was excited about like like, yo even if you don't like every song if you don't rock with every album or every lyric i'm just glad that you in hip-hop i'm glad that there's a space for you and nobody you know "Eh, you know what maybe you need a shiny suit or you need a girl you know start a girl group and then you know you could be in the lead and like nah i was like just let him be him and that was what we were watching. So I was, I was impressed with that and, 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 and not necessarily impressed, but more or less felt like the culture, he was a necessary component of the culture. And if he wasn't important, then the culture really wasn't important because that's what the culture represented, an opportunity and space for folks to be themselves, share whatever message they, they felt like was important. And he did that to, to his fullest. I never looked at him as like a, I mean, obviously he was from, from the East Coast, but I never looked, you know, like you got some snoops that are like LA um, and, you know, E40, you know, you know, Bay Area. Like I never looked at DMX being, he was like a different entity. He was just a, a person that's, he was just DMX. Like I was typing today or I did Siri using my uh, voice and I was sending a message to them or whatever we were talking about the podcast today. And I said, DMX and Siri didn't, it said DMX with all caps. Like, it wasn't like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like even Siri know DMX. Like every, like, like it's, it's just DMX, man. Like there's no, he ain't from nowhere. He, he's, he, he, he don't, re- he's, he's just him. And that was the thing that was hundred percent um, about him that made his presence that um, extremely legendary in the, in, in the world of hip hop. Well, man, uh, you know, these two, you know, and I respect everything that they said, but, you know, I I think you're going to be able to dive a little bit deeper from the true true fan perspective. I think think me and you are going to be able to vibe off each other, man. I'm I'm interested to hear kind of what y'all... We can't can't give too much, you know. Yeah, y'all got, got, what do y'all got? Matching his and her uh, BMX pants? I might have a Rough Rider uh, vest tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? I might go ahead and and count that, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, with with, with me, it was way deeper, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to understand, right? Like, X was speaking to the little niggas, bro. Like, you know, we was out here going crazy out here in these streets, man. You got to stand 98. I was a freshman in high school, you know, looking for identity. And, and I don't know if Landon and, and, and YG, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you knew this, but I actually did music. Like I recorded music, had, you know, a couple mm-hmm. little spins, did a couple little performances, nothing too major or nothing like that. But like uh, DMX literally was the artist that made me want to rap. Like you heard all, you heard a, a lot of voices. Pac was big, you know, Big was big, mm-hmm. Big Pun, Big L, like, like the cast that was rocking, Bust, 
as YG would say, they was rocking, but X, man, he was tapping into something different, man. Like Dark Man X, man, he was he was coming from a different place. Like that shit was not pretty at all, man. And he just really resonated with little niggas, man, because it wasn't just me. And 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 for somebody who was kind of trying to figure out where they at in life and who they need to be, like aside from anthem music, boy, like I'm talking about if you was playing if you was playing football, bro. Like if you he DMX made it cool for gangsters to be emotional. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, bro. Like DMX would cry, he would pray. Like you know, like even his chick tracks was like, yo, like I'm, you know, how's it going down? Like I'm feeling her, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, and, and with, with 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 street nigga mannerisms, man, and and he just hit me. I I never forget the first time I heard him. It was it was a it was a bang bang. The first time you ever heard DMX on track, not on tracks, but like when you when you got a chance to put the visual with the audible was um he was on the like uh, when the locks did money power respect. I actually like that was the first time like even though like he was the marquee artist, I think they kind of slid the locks out there with their transition from Bad Boy at the time. You know um. So they was doing their thing and then money, power, respect. And then the video and this energy was like, yo, who is this nigga, right? And so like, boom. And then after that, the lead single from It's Dark and Hell is Hot, uh, Get At Me Dog came out. Oh, man. And then when the, when the, what must I go through to show you shit is, and the, the shit looked like um, an actual dog kennel with black and white, with <laughs> niggas in Timberlands and, Pele Pele's jumping around and tank top. This shit was bananas. You, know you can't really jump around in a Pele Pele. No, like, DMX yeah, had strong individual. Like, Listen, bro, that nigga had us. A lot us of leather. Like, bro, that nigga had niggas from North Oakland talking about, hey, yo, what's up, son? You know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> yo, like, hey, every nigga thought he was sincere, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and an old boy from Belly Blood. Like, but um, yeah. and then, you know, so, but, but I mean, like, aside from the music, man, I think a lot of people could speak to, you know, how impactful he was and how much he touched them you know, from a musical standpoint, but um, it was for, for me, you know, as a serviceman, cause I, you know, I went into the military right after high school, you know, um, I went to the, you know, and, and immediately found myself deployed, you know, Iraq, Afghanistan. And one of the first books I read that nobody made me read was Earl. And, mm-hmm. and, what, and what it taught me, right? Like, I mean, that dude was so deep, man. He, he was so layered. And what it taught me, like just looking at his hardships, I don't want to sell the man a book for him. You know, I know it's a great book. If you haven't read it, check it out. But I mean, one of those autobiographies is so heart-wrenching, but it's a story of perseverance, bro. Like from the group homes to the stuff that this dude been through. And what he taught me, because I'm in Iraq reading this shit. I'm in guard towers. I'm airborne infantry. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this shit, and it, what it taught me was no matter how bad you think you got it, no matter how low you are on the totem pole, somebody got it worse, and it could be the nigga standing right next to you. Like you don't know that, like, and so you know, for so he really, he really touched, man. He really touched a lot of cats in that way, man, and it re- it resonated with me, and I, and you know, and it was so dope that right before COVID landed, I love you for this, bro. You know what I'm saying? I almost wish Charles was here for this one because we actually got it. We should have pulled him. We we actually should have pulled him in. I know. Oh. I just happened to be talking to you, and then oh. I was like, "Bro, yo, we gotta we gotta pull Will in." But oh, but we, absolutely, we, we, got to, him on to, to see it because I, I always missed him, bro. Like I was always deployed or mm-hmm. family or a new job situation. I I could never see him when he when he got local when he was out this way. But when he came to the UC theater, bro, and we got and we was in there, bro. I was like, I, I, like, I, it's, I felt like a groupie, bro. I'm, I'm gonna say, it. I'm gonna say, it. I was a groupie. 
Oh, and that I was after that. waiting for like four hours like, for this kid to show bro, we and we were still up, rocking. The, the seats was like first come, first serve. Bro, we showed up like four hours later, I mean earlier, to be in the line just to, but we was at the front row, bro. Yeah, bro. Front wow. row. And we we putting it up in the air it's so close that I'm I look the nigga keep looking because I'm blowing smoke <laughs> in his face. I'm wondering if he's gonna ask me if he can hit it. But you know, I'm like. That's how real it was, man. And I'm just so glad that I got a chance to share that space, man, because, you know, for little niggas, man, growing up, you know, coming up through the 80s and 90s, especially those of us that, you know, didn't have pops at the house to keep us straight and who, who might have found the streets appealing, man. You know, like D gave us a little bit of perspective, man. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I think that the landscape of hip hop is definitely better, um, you know, with him, you know, and it, 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 was, it was different because of him. You know what I'm saying? So so we miss him, man. And damn, this one really hurt, man. You know, especially at 50, man. I'm, you know, I'm kind of, you know, like we losing our legends, you know. And I I hate that it ended like this, man, but I hope that his legacy is pervasive enough to where it can, you know, be perpetuated, you know, through these cycles. Because you know, it's crazy. Like my I got an 11-year-old, my baby, and he like he likes DMX, he listens to DMX. And like, you know, so he'll ring going, man, you know, especially in the hearts and minds of old niggas, man. Who he essentially helped raise, to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, God bless DMX, you know what I'm saying? We gonna miss you, you know, and, um, you know, I hope what's going on in hip hop going forward makes you proud. That's what I hope, you know, cause that's it's a lot of good boy shit going on too. But um, yeah, like that's a, that what, what he left is a void that is not easily filled. You know, I mean, it, you know, it, you don't, just like with Pac or Big or, you know, Big L or, you know, I mean, or punt, like you, you can't just feel, you, you don't just feel that it's just gone, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Nah, yeah. It's, it's, it's gone, man. And, um, you know, I, I think similar to you, like, you know, X was one of those artists. There, there, there's those handful of artists where when I say he was one of my favorite, that's one of those, like, there's multiple projects that I just, it's, you know, there's some, sometimes you get, you get, an album that comes out, it's like, yo, that album is dope, but like, you might throw it on every, you know, after you've worn it out a little bit, you throw it on every few years, even possibly, right? And it's like, it don't mean it ain't dope, but it's just like, X is one of those two, three, four albums is just still heavy in rotation every, you know, every few weeks, right? You put it back on, um, you know, and that, that X was one of those artists for me. Like, I, it was it not too much time ago by before I'm like, I'm playing this whole album again, and like, literally up to the point where the week before he ended up on um you know uh uh he ended up in the hospital like i happened to be listening to and then there was x and i just you know and again for for somebody like me who listens to full albums and i'm putting on new stuff but then kind of playing so i'll go weeks or months without listening to something but the fact that certain stuff kind of keeps coming back in rotation that's when i know it's one of my favorite and x was one of those right like especially as dark and hell is hot and um and then there was x and like and then there was X, but although I, I, I think It's Dark and Hell's Hot is the better album. Uh, and then there was X has a special place for me because it, it's, it's actually, I won't say polar opposite, but but very different from what you're talking about, Will, right? So, so I was maybe 10 when that album came out. And I remember, I don't know where we was going. I was going on a road trip with my parents. And so mind you, I'm like 10, I'm like, I'm not really like buying CDs or well, it was cassettes still at that point. But this is my first time. I'm like buying a cassette. I'm like, I'm gonna listen to it on the road, like whatever. So I go, I get, and then there was X, and 
in my lifetime volume three. Those was like the two cassettes that I bought. And I don't know why, but my parents wanted to listen to it like awesome. before. <laughs> so, and mind you, like I'm still young, so they make me get like the edited version, right? But like we gotta, like I'm gonna have to listen to this in the car with my parents. And all I know is what's on the radio, right? Like again, I'm you know I'm like 19 years old. I don't you know I'm just like I don't know what's on this, like y'all, and they don't know nothing about DMX. So, but I'm like, but if it's like the unedited version, it ain't gonna be no cuss words on there, or whatever. So I should be cool. Bro, when I tell you the professional came on and, you know, he's on there talking about last thing you saw was chrome and a flash of light, a blast, right? That's your ass tonight. And, and I'm like, I'm in the backseat like, oh, I'm, I'm done. They're going to take this out. They, I'm like, oh, this is bad already because they didn't, for whatever reason, they didn't get edited out, right? But they still let it rock. We, we listened to the whole, but then at the end, when the prayer comes on, that gained all the respect from my parents, bro. Like just the fact that, and so... And I think we even had a conversation about it. Like I had, I, I had a couple of times like this where I was having conversations with my parents about, you know, whatever music it was. But the fact that you could hear that and start with even that type of track at the beginning, and here we said, but then to end with a prayer, and like that was kind of like I heard it as a like as a youngin, right? But then to all for my parents also to hear that, I think what that represented to me and what DMX always represented to me because of because he had that to the point Deb, that you made and, and well that you made about like, you know, and, and minus your point, like that, that authenticity, that vulnerability that he had, the kind of the duality that he had and wrestling with it in front of our eyes. Like most people don't do that, bro. Absolutely. Like, you know, like most people, it's a, it's, you know, you can tell they branded, they packaged, they making sure like he was just him and he could be the, 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 the hardcore do or whatever but still know like there is this power that's higher than me and, and being so open about that, man, like and touching people's lives in a different way that I don't know most people to have ever done before. Um, and so, and, and I learned that listening to that album, right? Like, and that was his third album in, right? Again, I'm young. So I'm like, I'm knowing who DMX is, but not really like understanding the catalog at the time. But to hear that then and then to go back later and like hear the other albums and understand how he kind of got down, um, that always, always, always held a special place for me. And so, and I had got, and one of the things that I wanted to do so badly, and I actually got a chance to do it twice, um, well, to your point in terms of seeing DMX, was to see him perform a prayer live. Cause I always seen like the, you know, like seen it on video, but I'm like, I gotta see this live. And so I got to see it once I rocked the bells. Um, but then to be able to go and see, and it was just him was like, like, I just, I just needed that. I just needed that moment. <laughs> like you said, bro, we there yeah. dumb early just to get in. We bro, still waiting to be clowning this kid. Four hours late, bro. We bro. Out, bro. <laughs> I'm talking on a about Sunday night. On a we Sunday like, yo, night. Ready to Sunday, leave. We, and it ain't even actual seats. We sitting there standing oh. up the whole time in the front. YG, YG, bro, listen. The 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 he was supposed the show started at nine. They had some openers. You know, you assume your headliner. No, I'm lying. Uh, we got the in opener didn't even get there until <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm lying. I'm lying. Like, yeah, the openers didn't get there until like nine or whatever, 30 or 10 or whatever. Bro, we in the line at like five o'clock, right? <laughs> this nigga, bro, like the dude come on stage, we really throwing tomatoes at this guy. <laughs> right. He making announcements talking about, all right, hey, I just got word. His plane bro, is lion, about to bro. land. Lion. Wait, this nigga's still at the airport? <laughs> he not even in the building. 
Bro, wait, hey, bro, bro, if it wasn't DMX, I'd be asking for my money back, right? Like, it's a Sunday night, bro. Cash had to go to work, bro. We was in there. We That's how real it was, in there bro. But when he got there, we rocked, bro. And it was short, too. Like, it was no. for everything it, it was. was so intimate, bro. But we rocked for that little bit of time that we had. And X is one of the few. I don't, it ain't, it's maybe two other artists who I would ever do that for. But to see it, so bro, crazy to the impact, like, man. That speak to the impact. That's who he was, right? Like that's and, and so, and and I think that's the thing about. I mean, that's that's what I think hip hop is a lot of times. But I think X especially really, and and it's not even just in the music. Like you go back and look at interviews and all that others. Like he he was just that. Like he was, and I and I appreciated the. I appreciated that he, I feel like he knew that part of his mission here was to be the, to, to showcase that for other folks who might've been dealing with it and not really knowing how to wrestle with it. Right. Like he put that out there for everybody else. And I think sacrificed himself in a lot of ways. Um, and, and so, and for that, just, just for that, like even not necessarily having gone through, you know, a lot of stuff that he had to go through, there's just an appreciation for being able to be vulnerable and being, and honestly, just being bold in your faith, right? Like we do this podcast and folks know and heard, like we are all men of faith, right? And, and, and have talked about our following of Christ, but in hip hop, a lot of times like that ain't cool, but like for somebody like X to be so bold and be respected for it, um, that says, that says so much. So, um, so I always appreciated him for that. Um, and Dev, I don't know if you had something else. Otherwise, we can move into like you know, we we could just move into kind of highlights yeah. or you know, whatever. But but I want you to go ahead and say whatever. Else no, you I was just add. you know like kind of how we do. We just kind of talking about different elements. But I know Mylon was talking about um, you know sometimes his perception. You you didn't know you know how he was, and then you might get a different DMX when you meet him. But that that was something I think the media probably carried on heavy with. Like they just want him to be a thug for some reason like just all the time, like to where it probably did curve people's idea on DMX. So I didn't know if there was a way that y'all think like maybe y'all since, since we more connected to the game and stuff like that, did y'all feel that way? I know coming up, it was made to seem that he was such a thug, especially for someone like me, super young, not to understand. And all I'm getting is bloop, blah, blah, and this and that. And he did, he keep talking, you know, and all that stuff. And then you like conflicted with a prayer. So you're like, well, okay, what is this man doing? <laughs> so uh, I didn't know if y'all wanted to kind of speak on those elements too, just being older and seeing it like, well, I heard the noise, but I knew the real him. It seemed like Mylon was just like, I mean, I didn't know enough about him. So it, he was just what I think people were trying to say he was. And they even uh, kind of referenced that. Um, dang, what was I even watching where they was talking about DMX? But they it, it did seem like in that regard, too, they was like, yeah, they always kind of, the media, as far as concerned, always wanted to make them out to just be a thug. So I don't know what y'all thought about that. Yeah, I mean, I be I don't I don't recall, um, and Will or Milo, maybe y'all got something different. I don't recall, um, like, smear campaigns or anything like that so much about them. Um as as much as I do, uh, I mean, and and honestly, I think the thing that was that was more surprising for me was the level of acceptance that he got, especially by that third album. You know, like by the time Party Up came out, 
I mean, that still is yeah. everywhere. And like a lot of times, you know, history will kind of rewrite itself. It was I think on PGA Tour, then, Tiger Woods game. <laughs> yeah, it's like. He, he had a lot of commercial success. Like he yep. did movies, Romeo Must Die. Yeah, yeah, that was Jewish, another part. You know, uh, the, what was the one with? Uh, Exit Wounds. Yeah. With, uh, yeah Steven yeah, Seagal. Yeah. yeah, he was putting drag on in movies. Like, you know, I was, <laughs> you know that's how big dude was. But um, yeah, no, I don't recall him having no... um specific you know uh in, like you know the labels attached to him like that but um i i do think that uh i mean he shows some contradictions you know but but what person does it yeah. like that's do that's exactly. duality you know um where you know i mean you know what was the whole thing is a black girl lost a shorty oh you for ice right mm-hmm. and the idea mm-hmm. is like whatever side of the bed i wake up on like yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're like we all married men in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there are days where I wake up and I'm like, oh, you're the one for me. And then there are days where I wake up, I'm like, why are you still here? Go away. You know hey babe, I always you always the one for me. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, no, I hey, you, you, know, you heard it that from the record. It's on yeah, relax. Yeah, so I'm no I'm friends, so I'm the only one they front. I, I thought we was keeping it real. My bad. <laughs> nah, we are nah, we keeping it G. Uh, my wife probably be telling me that sometimes I'm sure, I'm sure they do the same thing you know but that's life though that's life yeah. though yeah. right so to give you you know i got blood on my hands and there's no remorse i got i'm not going to give you the rest <laughs> but like to go from that to to damien and mm-hmm. like to, yep. to speak to like he actually put characters to that exact conflict yeah. You know what I mean, and exactly. um, and which was dope to put your trauma in artistry like that, man. Like only great people do that, bro. Art of storytelling. Like, yeah, I mean, well, I, but I, beyond I, I, I'm that, gonna put it. I will put it in. I will put it in the same space. You know, well, two things: some some a positive comparison and a and a racial comparison as well. So on the positive side. I, I I'd liken him to 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 the reality of Tupac's life. Um, what most folks are doing when they're wearing Tupac shirts and um, and or referencing like oh Pac yeah man it's one of my favorite. It's I don't want to say it's rarely. It's not only about his music. It's about we saw Pac was one of the first people we saw everything happening in front of him. We had we saw him going to jail. We saw him getting arrested. We saw him getting shot. We saw him getting in fights. We saw him getting in beefs. Like that was that was a connection, like a family member. Like most, like I don't know all of. I mean, I'm sure there's you know today if I wanted to I could, but I don't know all of. I rock you know outside of they just they did have a reality show, but outside of that, I rock with SWV, but I don't know their life. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know everything that every five minutes, like, oh yeah, you know, they just, she got into a car accident and then took off running. Like what? Like, I I don't know any of that stuff because I just listened to the music. You just get this through the, through the, through the radio. But DMX was, you saw through his music. If you didn't know his life, he poured his life into it. And then when you saw him personally, it was like, Hey man, I'm either struggling, I'm doing good, I'm doing bad. Like he represented. Hey Draco, Draco, Dr- yeah. Dr- no, you said something smooth, bro. Like again, you know, because that that's I, I, that has a, I'm sure that has a lot to do with the connection, right? Because with him struggling so openly with like addiction and like morality at times, and literally putting that in that music, it it allowed it allowed dirty little ghetto kids. You know what I'm saying it allowed his fan base to see 
that like, oh, like this dude is real. Like, okay, like, like that level of vulnerability yeah. to what Landon was saying earlier, right? Like that's like, that makes you genuine to us, right? Everybody, every other celebrity has to be so perfectly curated, right? I mean, every picture, everything. And, and when something d- human does happen to them, it gets kind of swept under the rug and kind of hidden. And so we're, we, we, that's why we elevate these people the way we did, right? But the thing is, you knew a nigga like DMX. Like you, like, you know, if you was yeah. out here, like you knew a nigga like him. You know what I mean? And, and you know, you can't buy that level of perspective. And I would, I would pontificate that that's probably what, like what you're speaking to right now is probably what made us so close to him because we saw him as genuine and we watched him struggle with things that we saw our uncles and aunties and friends going through mental, mental, you know, issues, you know, um, drug abuse, you know, sexual abuse, you know, foster homes, you know, poor, should I sell dope to eat? You know, that's, that's yeah, man. That's I think that's why we connected with him the way we did. No, absolutely. I was just gonna yeah. throw out there, like you know, to your point, I, I agree uh, uh, that I didn't necessarily see a, a smearing of 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 him, but I did see it. It was different with with Eminem. So Eminem came out being very authentic to his struggles, and and the world was like. Yeah, the only you, thing, if you think about it, the only thing they had a problem with Eminem talking about was when he was talking about homosexuals. Like they was like, "Yo, bro, you say the f word way too much, man. Like man, that's you disrespectful." But when he was talking about struggling with depression and and having issues with his mom, well, they did say killing his wife wasn't really cool either. But the, the whole he was wild. He was definitely wild. Yeah. But. Um, but just the idea, like in general, outside of murdering his, his spouse and degrading, you know, homosexual um, homosexuality and, and it killing was, boy bands. Well, no, that was fine. I think <laughs> I don't think it was a lot. I don't think it was a big deal. I don't think it was an overall. It his coin. Was, yeah. Yeah, but just the idea of like, man, this is. I mean, they rocked with him, and like, a, a, and we've said it on, on this podcast. We had a conversation that if I came out. Like there have been rappers that are kind of um, in that unique, and it's like mm, I don't know if we really fool with that. But for for Wait, elaborate, for, like what do you mean? The whole like I, I don't. I'm trying to think of his name. I'm, think, I'm seeing his face. Um, the whole idea, like if somebody black was coming out, like yeah, I want to. The the street life, we like. Oh yeah, I'm familiar with that. But like you don't just come out and start talking about you know I'm popping. I'm, I got. I'm. I'm depressed. I want to kill my wife. Uh, oh, like, whoa, okay. whoa, 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 hey, hey, oh, oh, hey. Like, what, what's what's going on, brother? Like, oh, that's my that's my thing. That's how I rap. Like, you might want you might want to find something else to rap about, man. Like, we don't we don't want to we don't want to be hearing all that. But for for Eminem, it was like, oh, you're so. It was like he was embraced. And there's really, I don't want to say, the topic matter was different. But there's really no different in there's no difference in the vulnerability that DMX was showing, that Tupac was showing, that then what Eminem was showing. Like, it's the same thing. It's just, they obviously, they're different, you know, they're going through different things in life, but the level of vulnerability that was like, yo, man, that's that's dope. And then his music was um, very unique and, and vulnerable as well. So it's like, you know, I I think that for me, as I stated in my in the opening, you know, um, statement was, 
I just rock with the dude because I I thought he was I thought he was just he was real. Like I'm not even gonna sit in front. Like man, I got every DMX song. Like no, nah, I know. I mean, I, of course I know that you know the hits. Like half the world knows his hits. But I, I said the same thing about Nipsey. It's like I you know I fooled with like the last couple of albums I listened to Nipsey. Like I but be, prior to his death, I wasn't like Nipsey's the greatest. I still listened, but I listened because I liked that guy. I like, I rock with that guy. Like, he's a real dude, says real things. Like, you know, like there's this video that I included in one of these curriculums I, I, I wrote where he's getting out the car. He's like, yo, bro, like, you don't put no camera in no man's face when he, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's like, and the guy's like, but you're, but you're, but you're a rapper. He's like, I don't give what I am, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Nipsey was like, nah, like, it, like, uh, this is real life. Like, you live in Hollywood. You don't, I'm getting out the car, bro. Like, you don't just come putting cameras in my face, bro. I'll knock you out. And it's like, Lauren, and actually Lauren was there with him. She's like, no, he's like, no, 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 no. We, nah, he's, this dude about to learn this lesson. And like, that is the type of thing that DMX or Tupac would do. Like, hey, man, you got a camera in my face. Guess what? Take this spit. Like, yo, you can't do that. But that's how, <laughs> hey, hey, that's how you feel when somebody. I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. You, you, yeah, you, you never Tupac see Tupac on the camera, brother. Take this spit. You never know where the Mile Island is going. Oh, you you never know. Yeah. Take this spit. <laughs> yeah, yep. Tupac got spit it. on the camera, brother. Come on. In a, wearing a, wearing a, uh, a, a red hockey jersey. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Picture it, brother. Picture it. It, 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 it yeah, was a thing. I, I, I remember it. Hey, but but I will say, man, to your point. I mean, the the to when you think about, like when you think about the fact that slipping was a single, like that's not normal, right. and like that's right. not a normal thing. And then, and not only is it like, oh, he went ahead and and like released it as a single, but like it did number, like it, you know, what I mean, it's like one of his like. That said, like, those are the types of things that I think really separate artists that we don't always fully, like, take the moment to, like, appreciate. But, like, that's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that or a Jesus Walks. Or, like, there's very few moments where it's like, bro, you risked your career doing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like Slippin' is not a song. It's not a single that you put out as, as hot as DMX was and think, like, all right, this is going to be the next one. But it's just the, I got to share this with the world. This is the song I have to share with the and world. You felt, and you felt it because you saw what he was struggling with. Yep. Yep. And, and so, so, so like, even if you didn't vibe with it from like, like from, from the textures or, or you know, yep. then, then maybe conceptually you did, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's, yeah. man, and that's so great. To talk. Well, I don't know if you have more Atlantic because. Go ahead, go ahead. It's crazy how you talk about concepts because a lot of his songs, like you said, had lessons in it or just, you know, scenarios in it. Um, and that's why we will say to the likeness of Eminem, just kind of bringing this whole theatrical, illustrative type of uh, concept to his songs. And then um, that just kind of what makes him so dope, the artist storytelling. And then it's, it's crazy because I want to talk about this song, but I also talk about how we were even talking about addiction when we saying with the song Slipping. And, you know, I saw the interview, I don't know if y'all did, where he actually spoke on how he got into um, crack cocaine and yeah. stuff like that, right? Yeah. So that was crazy how it came from a big homie even, 
that he was looking up to. And that to me, I felt like kind of like how you said, Landon, where he felt like he was on a mission. I think that was also part of his thing, too, is that the fact that he got done so so dirty by somebody he, he we looked up to, you know, dang near uncle father figure type of type of dude that when he got in his transition to growing up in life and honestly having to hustle, having to get into the game and then even get into a place of, um, you know, hip hop that he was going to change that around what it meant to be a big homie what it meant to be a you know some sort of figure to look up to um and then i think about the song here we go again where he was talking mm-hmm. about getting his little homie on game but he ain't listening like talking song. to some air that i love that and that track right there bro that and that's why i talk about street code a lot because it was like dang you know i messed with they feebles but then i gotta do i gotta do what's true and it's just, it's crazy that you know you get these elements and these illustrations and his concepts like, but they were still tied to something, like you said, Will, was where he's layered. And if you know about his addiction and you know about how he got caught on to it, you know, he he quote, he quoted a monster was born. He wanted to change that around. And that just like, like you said, just something about that authenticity, something about that transparency just really resonates, you know, beyond these packaged artists. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just so dope, man. It's, it's so dope. I don't know if y'all, y'all, if y'all might touch on that even more. Well, Dev, I, I think the, the other thing that I would say to that is, you know, I think the other thing that I also really appreciate about DMX, and like, there's, and again, there's certain artists who will say it, and it's like, uh, I don't really believe you. There's certain artists who I think are genuine in that, and you kind of see it. But for DMX, I think the other reason that it resonated was not just his authenticity, but he says, you know, especially if you go back and look at interviews, like he is sincere about like, I'm an artist. Like, like I am an artist. And again, like it's stuff like that, that you can, you can pigeonhole people and be like, oh, that's a, you know, he just a gangster rapper or he's a this or that. But like, when you see his, his passion for like, I'm trying to create something that is going to be like, that people are going to respect as art, not just a hot song or whatever, and like truly mean it. I think that's the other thing that, again, we take for granted a lot of times because we can we can just look at like him and we can talk about his authenticity all day. And I think that's important. But to also say like he crafted this stuff, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this, like this was not just violence for the sake of violence. This was not just whatever the song was for the sake of, but it's like in addition to and I and this is what I appreciate about so many art. Like I, I, whenever we are able to get more like artists on here and like be able to ask some questions, like the what it takes to to be in pain and then still go through the process of like not just making it rhyme, but like add metaphors and like yeah. like right like yeah. I'm not going to ever question you if you just in pain and you just got to get it out. But like the, there's certain artists who do that, right? Like I think about Slaughterhouse, somebody that who's super super lyrical and they do that, but like. For DMX to, I'm taking all this, but I'm still gonna make. Sh- I, I'm I'm taking the time to craft this as a piece of art. That is the pain that he was given. Is like, again, like something that Bar I think none. we just gotta we gotta embrace that and we gotta we gotta appreciate that for what it is because we can just. I think sometimes we can look at these dudes as just trying to be cool or just trying to be hard or just trying. But it's like there's something about this hip hop thing that that sheds all of that. And all that gets put to the side for the sake of creating art. And DMX was always talking about that and always kind of like very open about like, I make sure I'm an artist. I'm not just a rapper. I'm not just a dude trying to make money. Like I am a dude that's trying to 
to to put something out here that's going to be timeless. And for, for that, I also appreciate because it shows the humanity in it that I think can oftentimes get overlooked. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, so, and, and I, I, so I guess, I'm, I mean, I got, I got a million thoughts. I don't know if I got anything that, but, but the, the other, the other piece that I don't know, I want y'all take on this and maybe I'm just bugging. Maybe this is just cause this is, you know, this just happened. But I do think the other thing that we don't really give DMX enough appreciation for, and Will, you could probably really appreciate this. I'd be interested to know if Mylon or Dev, if y'all, if y'all appreciate it the same. But like, if y'all remember a few years ago when like Cole was on a hot streak with the features, DMX features, bruh, is like second to none. Like, I, and I don't think we give this dude enough credit for his feature and and I definitely underrated. You mentioned uh, money, power, respect. I think of uh, twenty four hours to live. Yeah, bruh. What's that Jay Z track too? Money, cash, ho. Does he have a verse on there? Yeah, I think he got a verse on there. Money, cash, ho. He got a verse. My dog, dog, I'm telling, like, okay, DMX. You know what I mean? Come back in one piece with Aaliyah, like. Bro, I don't think we like it because in my mentioned his presence already is gonna be a thing, but like he was spitting, bro, like on these. No, people. like I, I think he gets it. Like, I mean, I don't think I think DMX I got his no, I don't think, I don't, he doesn't get it, he doesn't get it enough to where I, I think he was he had the presence of a Tupac and the props of a of a red man, you know what I mean? Like, like where where you're like no 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 when, when I say props of a okay. red man as far as like you don't hear anybody like yo blah 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 it's like red like you hear the pox and yeah Jay Z like there's red like he doesn't like was like do y'all even know this dude existed like you, could you like could yeah. you name five songs by DMX uh, no but I mean I heard of them you know like but that the, the only reason I gotta pump our brakes there right is because the vacuum that New York was in. After after Big died and Snoop and Corrupt came through and crushed them towers mm-hmm. from from ninety eight to to the blueprint September eleventh two thousand and one, you tell me who the king of New York was. No, X. I, I, well, I think X changed that. But 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 here's my point: is usually in the conversation, like, and it, this this is this conversation comes up. I don't think okay. it always comes up. But specifically, when we talk about who has the best featured verses, feature verses, not overall okay. artists, I don't all I don't often hear DMX name come up. I think I think he I think he. But because I don't he, hear you know, he's in so he's in so many legendary joints, like just the stuff that he does with Aaliyah, like like thirteen year old girls know back in one piece. Yeah, but when we talking, but but when but when you had them conversations with hip hop heads, has DMX like? Again, I and I could be wrong. I could yeah, be, no, I, I, I just I don't think, hear it. If you, if you, see, think if you think features everybody, a, we're coming from a DMX yes. fan stance. Like, I'm, we're not talking about do you, what could you point to? And like, if you said, like, does he have any features? Like, bro, I can just name them. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying just in general, if we're at the barbershop and we're going, who's your top five artists? DMX ain't in there. If you start talking about who's your top five folks on features, DMX ain't in there. Now, does he deserve to be in there? Yes. But I'm saying to the yeah. point, it's like that, that's why I use Redman. It's like Redman, Redman has got bars. 
but no one is going to put Redman into a conversation and say he's not on the forethought. He's not on the forethought. Yeah, he's sure. not on the forethought. Like I, if I bring I, him I, up, I, you're I, like, oh, I, and, I respect and the, that. I respect and the thing that. Is, like, the thing is, should he be? Yes. And and like the the parallel. I don't know what award show I was watching a little while ago, but it was Justin Timberlake. He was receiving a lifetime achievement award. And me and uh, me and Keish was like a lifetime achievement. We're like for Justin Timberlake. And then you know how they do like they they bring you up there, they give you an award, and then you perform a couple songs. And then that nigga started running down the list. Cry me a river. Mm. And that nigga went to AO Technology with Fifty Cent. And then after about twenty songs, he was like that nigga Justin Timberlake been hitting us with hits. Like this. For the last 20 years, this nigga been hitting, he been knocking us the face. Yep. We are punch drunk with hits from Justin Timberlake. And here I am thinking like, why are they, why are they fucking giving this guy this like, yep. And then immediately I understood why he deserved it. So I get, I get your point. Like, cause I don't think that I even would have said that if I'm thinking features and maybe we're, maybe we're, you know, victims of, you know, the, of modern history and the way things move rapidly now because we get, you know, much stuff out there. But he's got some, he's got some legendary features. Bro, I'm talking about it's crazy. Like 24 hours to live and and uh, money power. Like those are two I can run them down like worth like. They're amazing, amazing verses, money, money, power, money, power, respect. What was the one he did with Eminem? Um, go to sleep, bitch. Die, motherfucker, yeah. die. Tom's up. The, DMX, Eminem, and Obi tries go to sleep. That was on the um. That was on the soundtrack for um. Oh shit! See now you got me going. Got you, Cradle to the Grave. Cradle to the Grave. Got you, Cradle to the Grave. It was on the soundtrack. Go to sleep. It, like that was legend, bro. Yeah. You know yeah, what? You're true. right. You, Bro, you I'm might be on to something. I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't hear this cast name mentioned enough. But and and, yeah, and, no, and again, I, mean, I like, get like, he he wasn't on the you know like when Cole did his run or when Wayne did his run, right? They were on so many, and it's like, all right, they're showing out. But the the quality for for the height oh, that he was season. at. And to be on those tracks and to what he delivered, like you could easily like, yo, I'm DMX. I'm just going to give you, yeah. he was showing out. We, like You would have to look into that. The mouse, the Mount Rushmore is a feature. The Mount Rushmore features looking like T-Pain, Wayne, clearly. <laughs> Nate Dogg. Yeah. Like, like he would, I wonder where, I don't know that he would be on the Mount Rushmore, but I'm wondering where he would rank in the conversation. Yeah. I think, I think that quantity is the only thing where it hurts him a little bit because for a lot of those dudes, like they were on, you know, 10, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 tracks sometimes, right? And so just from sheer quantity, you, you know, maybe he loses out a little bit. But if I'm just looking at, bro, if I'm picking top verses, you know what I'm saying? Like feature verses, X name getting thrown in there at least three or four times. Yes. Grand fin- Wait, was Grand he on Grand Finale? Finale? Wait, he uh, Nas, was on Nas, 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 Nas Cube. Man, uh, no, no, no. You talking about a uh, uh, Grand Finale from Belly? Oh, 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 I thought you were talking about um the, the little John Grand Finale. That's, that's the, what I said. Not the little John Grand Finale. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you don't know Yeah, yeah, no, nah, Grand Finale. That was with uh Nas, uh Method Man from Belly. Yeah. 
and oh, Ja Rule. Ja, ja Rule on the ja court. He got a couple tracks with Ja Rule too. Yeah, that was nice. He got he got the LL feature. Like, bro, I'm telling you. Like, yeah, he does all oh, like, man. He got some <laughs> iconic features, bro. Like crazy. Right, and Mace's was 24, right? Mason. Yeah, Mason's twenty. Yeah. Bro, that verse is just like I. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just wanted to bring that to the round table, man. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite verses. Wait. Like his, his verse from his verse from Grand Finale. I think that's one of my favorite DMX verses. Yo, that, 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 that brings us that to it. and the second verse from Stop Being Greedy. So I was gonna, I was gonna add. All right, favorite favorite verses or songs. I don't I'm know. What I got. No, 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 no. I was saying let's let's roll with it. So you you said you said two. I don't know if you got any more, but um. I mean, I could give you a. I'd get, nah, I would be here all night doing hip hop. Doing <laughs> you, you know, you know. Uh, I mean, a lot of people don't know this. But my dad is Belizean, so you know, I got a little bit of Islander in me. That top shotter was Sean Paul. <laughs> okay. <Yo. laughs> but that was. Hey, that's the thing though. Dmx didn't care what song it was he was going to bring something to it. Like as party as Top Shot it was, he he just, he wasn't going to like get commercial with you. Like he wasn't going to get Diddy Bop with you. He was, he was actually still going to spit. And yeah. that's one thing that you could really say that he was still going to spit. And so that is that your that's your that's your top verse? No, no, I know that you was talking about that. I was just saying I was just oh, what, what's right your there. what's your top either verse or song, either one from for, for DMX or, or top few, whatever, however you want to do it. Man, oh, you killing me, man! I know, bro. It's hard. It's hard. I know. Yeah, I mean, for 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 me, it's it's it's. I mean, I hate to use the you know the obvious one, but it, it's money, power, respect. Because if you if you, I think I can't remember. Obviously, this fifty million years ago, but I can't remember when I bought the when you bought the CD, right? His name. I don't think his name is on. There. Like when you like look at the like the mm. it doesn't say featuring DMX, and so you're listening to the song. It doesn't. That's you crazy. You like yo, what the like? What is about to? <laughs> and this cat, like, and I'm 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 I, you don't do that very often, but you I, I think about not what the verse was, but what happened after he walked out of the booth. That's what oh, comes into right. my mind when I listen to that verse and I think, all right, so he finished. What did everybody do in the room? Like, what the, f like, <laughs> like, you think we playing? Like, like, it's just like the stuff he's saying, it's like, bro, that, no one's ever said that. Playing like, somewhere in the junkyard. Like, like, no one's ever said that. Nobody words. says that, bro. No one's ever said it. So he's saying a whole verse of like, yo, no one's ever said that. Like oh, no one's man. ever barked on it. Like no, like he's doing he's yeah. back to back things that have never been done, and then it's like, bro, okay. So, like, what do we do? Let me, like, let, me do let me go that? in there real quick before you go, Will. Let me. I think mine because uh, you know I'm a producer as well, so you know especially I'm I'm more of a sample producer. So for whatever reason, just a beat paired with his voice, like get at me, dog. I, that's my joint, man. Like I cannot get over it. I can like every time it comes on, I can't skip it. Like that's it's just a like I'm telling you, just a beat because you hear the you hear the static of the record, you hear the the high pitchness of some of the, the get at me, dog. And then you know I'll do the whole thing if I wanted to, but um, basically I just I can't like that's one, and it's not even like his best song. It's just another one of those things where it's just like a favorite for me. Like I really can't, cause you know a lot of stuff is anthem like, 
and all that. I, I wanted something that was like really true to hip hop. And that to me is like the one. So that, that's the one I'm gonna hold on to is Get At Me Dog. That's real. Get, get At Me Dog got my favorite DMX quotable. Which one is that? It's gonna take all these niggas in the rap game to barely, barely move. Because when I blow shit up, I had niggas falling. <laughs> like like white in the scary movie. That me talk about my favorite DMX quotable. But uh, I, I would say like verse though. So for, for me, I, mm, mm, okay. It's hard, bro. Yeah, right. So um, stop being greedy. It, 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 that, it, that one hit different. Mm-hmm. Stop being greedy is different, but uh, but as far as verse, so I got best quotable, best song is Stop Being Greedy, and best verse, single verse, standalone verse on a feature is probably Grand Finale. Like the way he came mm-hmm. on on that, like with, with Nas whispering dog for life, you know, and then uh, like just bro, his bars was so out of pocket for the time. He said, uh, I've lost my grip for reality of sorts, it seems. Then I uh, I wake up and pinch myself because I know it's a dream. Mm. Like, and I know like today, like after like what Eminem and Kendrick Lamar do today, that don't sound like much, but like this is 1998 where like, not only is you grimy as hell and coming from a real place, you could probably out rap a lot of these niggas around here too. You know what I'm saying? I think that was just so cold. So those is, those is probably mine. Yeah, man, I um, I struggle. I mean, I asked that just to know, but I, I kind of struggle. Yeah, you out of pocket for only giving us one, too, bro. Who, me? Yeah, like. Oh, no, no, I got more. Oh, no, I said, I mean, however one. many. No, nah, you can give so, however many, man. I mean, I'm going to give, I'll give several. Like, from the first album, I love, um, I love, uh, uh, look through my eyes and probably, probably my favorite, my favorite quotable from X is on, um, let me fly. Uh, where he says, um, you know, uh, something about like, what if it was a miscarriage and I never existed? Have I given something to them? Taking away, you didn't miss it. Didn't know that I persisted. It was the call of the wild. I merely say what's in my heart and you call it a style. Like that always just like the way he, like you said, it's not even that it's super intricate in terms of the lyric, but like you just feel it like, bro, I'm giving you my soul and y'all gonna try to, Again, like we've been talking about, like y'all gonna try to, you know, limit it or package it, like, bro, this is like this is me. Um, I think, uh, and and what what the the other song that again, it ain't, it's not one that's gonna get mentioned often. It's definitely not. I don't think his best song, but uh, being introduced, like being introduced to it, his the the first album, full album that I was introduced to, and being, and then there was X, uh, more to a song, because at that time, remember, it was ninety nine. It's rappers is getting money. They it's jewelry. It's the you know that was coming in the bling era, and he just comes in with the like yo. It's more to and it was just the like the realest thing to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like again, young dude. I'm listening to, I'm consuming everything, but that just stuck out as like oh, this dude is different. Like you could hear and more to a song really represented that. Um, I, I mentioned 24 hours to live, man. That that verse is just crazy to me, um, but. I think, I think my favorite DMX verse to just listen to and rap along with is probably "Niggas and Started Something," cause the way, the way this man does that verse is just like the way he starts it and 
again, Milan, to your point, like he just like the way he says stuff is just like, bro, nobody's said, like, it's, it's violent, but it's like, it's just crazy. Like, bro, why would you even, what made you think that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what made you actually decide to come on a track like that? But that's what he does every time. And so Niggas and Started Something is probably my favorite, my, my favorite, uh, my favorite X verse. Like, and I, and I think, and I think the other thing, and well, you, you, you brought it back to mind. I think I said this in a podcast a long time ago, but, and this is the part about X that I give him so much credit for The way he starts verses, bro, is like, like his, his, his opening lines, you know what I mean? Like I got blood on my hands and there's no remorse. Like, you know, I, I think the one that I use as an example, like burning in hell don't deserve to be like, just like. Bro, I gotta listen. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah. where you go. I gotta listen. Like, don't come at me with no this man's Use tone. caution. Like, the way he, it's like, like, that's when niggas started. Like, he, the way he starts stuff. I don't know if y'all seen the, um, the new Biggie doc that came out, Biggie Smalls yeah. doc, but how he went to Jamaica, or he, I'm not went to Jamaica, he's from Jamaica, but his uncles was in the scene mm-hmm. of music and was DJing, and he was just learning his melody from there, which turned into his rhyme. DMX to me had that same element. And then when you look at the interview, that's kind of what he was saying too, because he, he wasn't rhyming at the time. He said he was about, what, 13, 14 years old. And that's when he started rhyming because he was in the studio with some homies. And like, to me, it's probably where he really developed his craft. So my honorable mention for that reason is who we be. The okay. fact that you mm-hmm. can rhyme just off of the this, the her, the pain, the gain. That song was on the and one mixtape video game. Right. It was. I remember. It was on the and one mixtape video game. And when that came on, bro, you was like, man, I must have beat these fools. Right, yo. Like, let's go, bro. You still lose, but you were confident. You was like, it's for real. Like, it was, like, to your point, Landon, the beginning of, um, I guess I'm, X is my name or my name. It's just like, he just starts, what's my name? No one Man. does that. <laughs> Nobody. No one raps like that. Like, you, know, you see the competition, they looking like they need a rest. Go, shoot. Like, like, that, like that's like, real poetry doing? right there. Like, that's like, real poetry. bars, like, though. Like, it's <laughs> You really go back and trip this bar. You know, but like your kids will listen to it now and be like, what the fuck is, am I listening to, dad? Right. <laughs> but like, bro, like, no. Nah, if you listen, dead. if you actually listen. BMX, and I'll be the best. You see the rest? Yeah, right. looking like they beat the rest. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, I don't ask me why, but they played that at my high school homecoming. <laughs> like, and the and place went up. I don't think... I don't know that's what was going on. Asked. That's a perfect segue. So <laughs> there's two groups. I mean, I would put the, I'm only, this is the easy, like right next to, and I'm not talking about talent wise, but one of the reasons why I think DMX doesn't get, an anthem song is not necessarily a dance song. Mm-hmm. And so I can't, I mean, I didn't live in a club, but I've never been in a club and be like, hey man, they about to, when they throw in that DMX, it's about to go right, down. Like no true. one, no one dances to that. And so he didn't, pro- though he produced music that sold and he rode that wave, he didn't, Jay-Z is like, I'm going to produce music that sells and I'm going to give the people what they want. DMX didn't necessarily 
do the best job of giving the people what they want as far as an artist goes. Like he's just like, I'm gonna give you what I want. Yeah. Hopefully you like it. You like it, I'll give you more of me. And then if you like it, I'll give you more of me. Not and I gotta get to, I gotta do this one song with you know with Alicia Keys, because you know, I need a I need a new single. Like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not doing that. Like I'm not I'm not rocking with Alicia Keys. Like, I mean I will, but she's gonna be singing and I'm gonna go, what's my like this song doesn't <laughs> this doesn't mix. This doesn't, yo, this is yo, not just watching to say, go ahead. Hey, I was just watching, I think it was like a GQ. I actually watched it a long time ago, but it came back up again on like YouTube. And uh I think it was like GQ or something, but some, but he was basically breaking down. He wasn't breaking down lyrics, but it was like how certain songs were constructed or whatever. And they was asking about Party Up. And he was like, yeah, man, Swiss came with this beat. And it was just a monster thing. He was like, and it gets played everywhere. He was like, but it's mad disrespectful. And when you listen to like, like the fact that that's played everywhere. Like you said, it's at probably high school for proms and all this. This man says grandma gonna be the only family member left. Like who, like how yeah. do you allow that to get played somewhere, bro? Like it's like, like that's not okay. It was on the Tiger Woods PlayStation video game intro, bro. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was on the L1 video game, but like that's, that wasn't oh, good. No, it, was, it, was, it was definitely, bro. like I remember that vividly. Like I can't even tell you what other that's songs true. were on there. I know, I think, I think, I think that uh, uh, most deaf and uh, and Nate Dog was on there, like bro, like the if you Google like the N one video game mixtape, like yep. you know, it's like and there was some bangers on there, bro. Bruh, yeah. Oh, and do y'all remember? Do y'all remember this? You know, again, I'm dating myself. Do y'all remember the the Def Jam? Fight? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the yeah, you like brought that up. <laughs> Def Jam Vendetta. Everybody's yes. Buster Rhymes, yo. Yes. Oh, Everybody. Was it called? Uh, Def Jam Vendetta. Battle for New York. De- 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 that Jam. was number two. There, there was a sequel. Def Jam Vendetta. Vendetta. Def Jam Vendetta. What was the other one? Vendetta Battle for New York or something or, like yep. that. Oh, I don't yeah. even remember that. Game was hella fun. Don't kid yourself, bro. No, Vendetta was it. Vendetta was it, bro. I love Vendetta. I didn't even know about the New York one, but Vendetta, I need to play that. Like, you can be Noriega, you can be wearing their chains yep. and everything. Yep. It's hella funny. <laughs> you can customize a nigga chain. With the like, sound bites, with the sound bites in the corner. But you gonna like, get this heat. That, <laughs> but like that, that whole, like he, like he created this, like he wasn't, obviously wasn't signed on, uh, I mean, he was, you know, Rough Riders and totally different animal. But just that type of energy was like, yeah, DMX could fit here. And I, and, and I think uh, using again, like Onyx, Onyx could fit here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, he didn't build his, I don't even say build. He, he, he wasn't an artist that was like, you know what? My focus is getting people on the dance floor. Like, and those things change things. And Jay Cole has talked about that. I mean, 2014 Forest Hill uh, Drive, like he was like, all right, I, I, like all the stuff that you need to construct an album, I'm doing it, F it. I'm not doing that. I'm doing whatever I want and hopefully y'all like it. And then we ended up liking it. DMX was like, he constantly lived in that space of, yep. I'm not going to do the things that, well, let me not rephrase that. You, I don't think he could be contained. Like, I, I think if a producer was like, yo, man, you need to like bring it down a little bit. Like you, like, like for example, Will, I know you can, you can attest to this and I definitely get your input on, 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 on X, but like there was the, when three times crazy made their first, like keep it on the real. You, if you knew, if you're from Oakland, you know that they, they, 
they told Keith, like, bro, you got to slow it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because he was out here. You, bro. But, like, when he was, like, Keith off the, like, selling out the trunk, like, but I, 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 like what? 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 Man, I, man, I fool with it, but I don't really know what he's saying though. Like, I'm gonna let it go because, like, yeah, like it was three people. You, it was three people. You understood. You understood, Adrian, man, Bart, and then Keek. You just respected because Keek was front, like he had a vibe. Keek, like, right? It was a vibe. Yeah. He, he out here. Man, like, what the hell he, he was saying? Like, like, <laughs> he out here. Like, that was like DMX. You didn't really contain him and tell him like. Hey, don't yell like on every track. Like, let's just only yell like on ha- like just let him do whatever he does, and then it's going to be what it's going to be. The people are gonna rock with it or not. And I think the beauty and the beast of that was we got DMX. That's the beauty. Yeah. The beast is he's he's not in those conversations. I I, I promise you, Yo. like you know, he's the, not the, gonna the come pioneer, up in your top five, pioneer. top ten, and all that type of stuff. But you you did great work. The, the, the pioneers usually aren't in that conversation because yeah. like, I'm not, not, not that you got me thinking about it. Like I'm looking, I'm looking at the landscape, right? Like let's put on our historian hats for a second for hip hop. Like I rem- like think about what was happening in 98 cash money, you know, is dropping. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, it, it, it wasn't just club music. Like how wasn't a club record. Like, well, I, well, I don't know. Maybe it was. I wasn't in the club. I was 14. Right. But like looking back at it. Right. The, the idea of the landscape was kind of being ushered into this notion that everything had to be for the club. Because the thing is, right. Like 2000. Yeah. yeah because like we, we sunset park. Like, I mean, you got to understand. Right. Like for every nigga that's on the dance floor it's somebody putting on some shoulder pads. Uh, uh, it's somebody that's, you know, getting ready to go into the gym and, you know, and drop 30 on somebody. Like, what you think Allen Iverson and Georgetown and them was playing in the locker room before, the, you know, before a game? And what so, you when I, <laughs> yeah, like, you, you you know what I'm saying? Like, you, I mean, maybe, you know, so I always wonder, you know, he, he, he'll probably never get the credit that he deserved yeah. for being Absolutely. a part of I was going to plug in there, too, uh, on a side comment, like, uh, it was low key is ahead of its time because we catch sometimes at the club now like the song first day out, where that whole building and and, and uh, also thinking about Meek Mill track where everybody's singing along to the beginning oh, then the beat drop, yeah like you know that that's funny how that gets played in the club but it is just like for those anthem moments but it's like maybe DMX didn't get to ride such a wave like first day out and but it but honestly it probably did but I'm just saying it's crazy how even ahead of its time. You know that that could have been blasting. I mean, he because he had his club records. Yeah, like, like what like what these bitches want. You know, with Cisco, yeah. like like he had yeah. like, and that's that's like Tim Island's point to what you guys are saying, right? Like I like I know that him and Cisco what just kicking it. And was like, oh, bro, <laughs> right. this song. I, I'm pretty right. sure somebody at the label was like, all right, like DMX, your demographic, you we, you you got the niggas. All right, <laughs> yeah. now it's time to. I need to get you on this track with Aaliyah, nigga. I need to, and I need now this guy Cisco. He's really moving. He's really doing some stuff he's right really, now. <laughs> he's, 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 he's got the thought song. He's really it's moving the number one. He's moving a lot of volume when it comes to the music. Thing, man. The you are in the business meeting right now. You are in the number one here. I'm not gonna play it for you. You just gotta trust me on this. X gotta tr- like what? Blonde hair. I get it. You the blonde know, hair, DMX I get it. was 
You know he didn't want to do that. No, no DMX didn't want to be nowhere near Cisco. That's what we're going to do, X. I'm gonna, I love what you just did in the studio. I'm going to take that. Take it to my uh, friend Cisco. We're going to, uh, hey, listen, we're going to pile this thing together. We're gonna that was probably when we watched that video. I'm now, I'm wondering, was I ever in the frame together? Never together, bro. Never right. together, bro. This nigga dancing. He, he, uh, uh. Nigga, DMX, me and my homie. Like, what? Hey, nigga, I got beef and Brock Tims in this and this three quarter leather, nigga. Like, you walking in my video, nigga. That man definitely had the jean jacket on. Hey, as much as it happens now, I'm sure DMX sent his verse in on that one. That was probably the first time. I'm sure the niggas didn't meet until the song was done, bro. Hey, hey, that nigga just got a DMX got a beat and a chorus, bro. It was like, hey, yo, they rap on this, bro. This goes, oh, you got a friend. Yeah. I want to know. Like, oh. No, it's not. It's not. A, it's you made not, me forget not, what I was you, trying to say, bro. That's that's crazy. Well, you, oh, you yeah. messed yourself up talking about Cisco and DMX. Like, this, <laughs> this, what, what are we doing? What no, you are we was, doing? You was talking like he wasn't in the club. Like, y'all going to make me lose my mind. Like, that oh, white yeah. folks oh, love that record, too. Oh, it yeah, gets played everywhere. But when I say it, I, I'm saying that's that's a prime example of I mean, maybe a little bit of production was like very intentional, but there's a difference between DMX and it's like, oh, we'll take that. Like, we'll take that. We'll we'll take that. Yeah, that can come in a club. But he wasn't, hey man, you know, I need these clubs. Like that wasn't, him as an artist wasn't, he, he was really like, like Joel Ortiz, when I, I followed Joel Ortiz from, from his first album to, you know, Slaughterhouse, he was never, that was not what he was trying to do. Like, I just want to rap, bro. Like, I don't, I just want to rap. I, I don't, I'm not trying to, you got to get the ladies. You got to get, in order to get a sing. Like, man, I just want to rap. I just give me a beat. Like, I just, now big, now, now big pun was very deliberate. Like he was rapping, but he's like, yo, I'm making this song because I want it to definitely go in the club. I definitely want it to, to appeal to the ladies. Like Jay Z does that, like that's. Um, I'm still surprised. Like, you know, they 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 get on me because I'm always talking about Griselda. I'm still surprised that they have found a way to be popular in in culture and not necessarily. What's your dance track? What's the thing? Like, like what's the thing that's gonna what, make one for the ladies? Like, nah, bro, like I'm just rapping about cocaine and. Chilling. I think, like, but, but Mylon, I think to your point, I think that's what's interesting about DMX too is like, because and he 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 even said it, especially in this interview that I was uh, that I was watching, you know, he was like for um for uh for Rough Riders Anthem, he was like I ain't like the track. He was like I hated it. He was like Swizz had to talk me into it, and he was like, but that's why the rhyme is so simple was because I didn't actually even like the song. Like I just he was like I just did it just to he do it. Right to but <laughs> but the but the fact that the the even though what he was saying was super grimy, the um, the presentation of it was really digestible, right? And so you then have something that, and it's the same thing with like, um, you know, like when Nelly, like when Nelly first came out, you know, he doing like a little sing along thing, like, but he talking about like street sweepers, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so, so into a nursery record, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like down down back, but it's like you. Like he talking about doing a drive-by. So, so it's like, and DMX kind of did the, like, I think it was the, I mean, again, it's still a little bit more, more rough around the edges, but I think it was the same thing where it was like, 
how he, although I don't think it was intentional, what you're talking about in terms of like, I'm going to do something to gain mass appeal. I think how he did it um, still lent itself to that, which I think is a little bit different from somebody like Griselda, which is why I think they have respect in hip hop, but having quite, they like they not on a DMX level, right? And DMX level is like a different, but like they they haven't they haven't quite done that. And whether or not DMX was intentional about that or not, I think he found ways to do that several times. Like even even with um with with the Cisco track we talked about, he just rapped a bunch of women's names, and it's just like that's gonna get your attention. Like it ain't hard to remember. Right? The coldest name drop in hip hop history. <laughs> like, you went down a litany. Outside of PD Pablo, and and the fact and it worked <laughs> like it worked. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't hard. It wasn't. And even you, uh, you were talking about your other, uh, the the other track, Mylon. Um, gosh, uh, what's the one? Um, ah, shoot. Come on, money, power. No, what's my name? Right oh, again. Oh yeah. Like, that's a like the 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 rhyme scheme is super simple, but. He he didn't compromise on who he was, I think, in terms of what went into his delivery of the rhymes. And so that's what I think made it a lot more digestible for folks. And so, and again, that's why you could talk about like, you know, having a hole in your chest, like, and <laughs> nobody cared because they could just, they could rap along with it and they not even really recognize it, like what's going on, right? Like, so. And that's the genius to me. That's, that's it is. the genius. It's, it's yeah, genius, like, yeah, and, and I think he maybe stumbled upon it early, but then once he figured out it worked, like, well, let's just go ahead and keep doing it, like, and it worked, and he didn't have to, I don't think he had to compromise it, so white folks ended up loving it and eating it up, and it's in movies and play and whatever else. I was just about to speak about Down to Earth with Chris Rock, where he was that white man in the store, <laughs> and the dude right, walked like, in to order some food, but since he thought he was still black, he was black on the inside, oh, yeah, but white yeah, on the inside, yeah, yeah. outside, mm-hmm. and he was oh, rapping yeah, the yeah. lyrics. It's crazy how everything on social media too is like giving like good uh reminiscences of uh DMX and what he did in like the movies and this and that and some of the scenes from movies from uh Romeo Must Die. Like I do like the fact that social media is playing a part on paying homage for DMX too. So I wanted to throw that in there too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I hope he got his flowers while he was here, man. You know what I'm saying? Man. Because, like, we watched that man struggle with what he was struggling with, like, his whole yep. musical career, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I like, I, I hope he get a chance to rest, man. I hope his legacy, you know, really does, you know, some people can't be forgotten. Like, you know, like, you know and, and you can't forget about Bill Russell. I understand what Curry and LeBron is doing today. I understand what Mike did, but you can't forget, like you mm-hmm. you can't go so far down the rabbit hole in, in modernity that you forget about your pioneers, man. Yeah. And, you know, I understand that Pac and Big hold a particular place because they represent this modern era that where everything else kind of derives from. But I think that, um, like, because where 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 DMX was positioned to be like one of the our elder statesmen, like kind of like where Jay and Eminem is today, and where Diddy is, right? Like even like even if you're not necessarily a mogul, but um, just you know his presence, you know, and I think that that shit is invaluable, bro. You know, especially because we already we got some dynamics in hip hop, man. That sometimes I think you know us purists versus you know whoever would be on the opposite side, you know we. We got some fundamental disagreements, you know, in terms of like what's appropriate and what ain't, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, to, to lose a voice in that conversation, you know, 
Cause you know, I, you know, I know a lot of us old heads, man, you know, sometimes it kind of seemed like get off my lawn, you know, if you ain't Kendrick or if you ain't Cole, you know, I mean, but some of the stuff you can rock to, you know, like little baby, the baby, they be coming with some stuff every now I and like then. I like little baby, man. Little Polo yeah, G, like some of these blue cats is really doing some stuff. And I ain't gonna name drop the ones I'm not feeling as much, but some of this stuff is just kind of farcical and kind of ridiculous. And it's like, you give it credibility when you give it your ear. So mm-hmm. like, like, like I look at like your boy Takashi, for example, right now, right? Like I understand, like I got a nephew who really observes his dude. Like, even if you hate watching him, you're giving it too much credibility, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, I, I hope, you know, I hope DMX would be proud of where this train is going. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Well, see, he know the game, so that's what's crazy. Like we said, he already deep, so he already know who's out there for the fame and out for for the name, out for for the game. You know, he he knows everything about you know the ins and outs of it, and I think he knew where he stood, and he he was probably you know uh, he just had to me. I and while while I kind of rewind a little bit as far as his flowers are concerned, I think unbeknownst us all that having that versus with uh, Snoop Dogg was low-key giving him his flowers for, for some odd way. Like, we we mm-hmm. really started, like, saying, like, yeah. Like, I mean, we kind of seen him. We came on there. He looked a little, you know, heavy on the uh, weight side and whatnot. But we did. It was like It was like a moment that we really spoke to. And it was cool how Snoop was the best person to, to make him feel comfortable, I believe. And all that stuff like that, like you know, some of these verses got a little awkward, like Young Jeezy and uh. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I definitely felt like the DMX uh, verses was like his last hoorah to ride out. And it, unfortunately, right? But if there was something to actually hold on to, I, I will say it was that verses because I, I just watched it recently because uh, it, it had like two some million views when uh, the day he passed. So that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told y'all in that in the family group chat when we was watching it, I said, look, I'm I'm pretty sure Snoop is gonna win, but I will not tolerate any DMX slander that entire night. I said that from I was like, we not gonna play DMX. Like he is not that guy. Yeah. And I'm glad that we got to we got to have that moment, man. Um and to, to your point, Dev, I think that was that was really special. And I think a lot of folks remembered because I, you know. Snoop is he he's Snoop. Like, you know, he's he's out of here. But to be able to put somebody like DMX next to him, who is major, but I think to your point, Will, like, is one of those things where it's like he's so major that you can just kind of lose sight or lose track. Like, I and not necessarily us, but I think a lot of people kind of do. And so then when it's like, oh man, he did give us all of these track, like it, it helps put into perspective. So I'm glad we got that. Um, and I'm also glad, although I won't front, like. You know, the last couple of DMX albums wasn't stuff I was like necessarily rushing to, but I, I have seen that he did finish an album just before he passed that the family is still planning to release. Um, and so, and I think Snoop is actually on it and a few other folks, like I think Snoop and Wayne and a few other folks. So I'm looking forward to to kind of hearing what, what he had to say right before he, uh, right before he passed. So I don't know, I haven't seen anything in terms of like when it's supposed to come out. Um, but it is supposedly finished and going to be released at some point. So I'm glad he he left something too. I mean, it's it's weird. It's like a lot of artists tend to do that in one way or another um, before they leave. But you know, I guess it's good to have something to have left than than nothing at all. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. So um, man, I mean, I don't want to. You know, we we probably could go on, but but just for the sake of time, because I know it's getting late. Why don't we Why don't we go around? 
give any last uh any any last uh thoughts here and then will usually what we do probably should have told you this at the beginning but it's no pressure at all dev usually don't have a shout out but we usually yeah, yeah, after yeah. we do after we go the around give our final that. thoughts if there's any shout outs you want to give you can give it no pressure though you know what i mean whatsoever but just for you to be thinking about now as we as we go around and do uh you know do our final thoughts but gotcha. I, get, I get to do my rapper thing got it yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but Dev, won't you, won't you go ahead, man? Give us, give us any final man, thoughts on uh, on Dark Man X. I'm, I'm, man, I'm so glad we had this episode. Um, you know, this was definitely one of those uh, things where, after kind of listening back to everything, like I said in the beginning, like you, you, you forget when when you think top top twenty five or top fifty or top one hundred. Like DMX, he, he he was up the ladder, unbeknownst to me knowing, you know what I mean? Or even just the way he influenced or impacted me uh, with his uh, with his run, with his tenure in the game. So um, just definitely glad to have this moment, even for those who, you know, struggle with the same props as well. And, and now we got to, you know, give you guys an episode where we can run through a lot of things he did, a lot of the ways he impacted us, even the era that we're talking about, right? We always kind of talk about the early 2000s being the, the reason why hip hop is quote unquote, I ain't even gonna say the word because MOM ain't said nothing about it this episode, <laughs> but uh, definitely- You shouldn't uh, just never even said nothing. I know, <laughs> but hey, you can't do that. You can't do that on your uh, on your wrap up. So he, he done, he done. Um, but definitely um, just kind of thinking about, he was one of the ones who, who if I would say like a building was falling down, he he put his arm on east side and was holding hip-hop up like just kind of thinking about how he did it um i also tooks was trying to say um the fact that people would uh have both elements of conscious and what would be kind of like music that would keep people would call degrading or not really you know they would call it like glorifying violence and stuff like that he was able to do both and that 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 to me just speaks wonders on hip hop, right? Voice for the voiceless, um, especially to those who um, are in those streets as well. Um, and then just bringing in the spiritual side, like that's what I'm saying. Just DMX, just like all around, had a package and a tenure that was, you know, something that we we had to uh, really hold up. And I'm almost like Hall of Fame type stuff. Like where where y'all at? Um, What's it called? The the one that I think Nas and stuff or basically the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something like that, uh, or some I forgot what the technical term is. Yeah, for what uh, people rock, it's, the, rock, it's a Rock and Roll Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely is Nas think. In the I think no, I think we talked yeah. about his album being in something else for the the museum. Oh, like the Naismith. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 But th- just thinking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I I would honestly say if we if somebody was to do that education and, and lay it all out, that DMX belong in that thing. Like that's for real. For sure, so, uh, Mr. Drake. Any final thoughts? Uh, I I think at the end of the day. Um, to to Will's point, it it is my hope that um, he get he got his uh, roses while he was here. Uh, we we're starting to see not starting we've been seeing a, a, um, some of the icons and cultural um, shifters in this culture either leave us by natural causes or be taken away what we would deem to be before their time, um, <clears throat> obviously in God's time, but just before when, when we were ready to, to see them go. Uh, to that end, 
um, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased, you know, I think I come from a different space of, you know, I experienced it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 19. It was like, don't, don't, don't understand what it was like to, to hear DMX coming on a track. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I did not experience them live, um, but I definitely know the, the artist. And, and, I, and I think that's the beauty of, of being an, engaged in, the, in this culture is if you see it, you know, I mean, we all got, you know, got stories like, oh man, this, this concert, man, that moment, this album, what, what was I doing? He, he, he's, he did his job. Um, at least for, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as far as for me, he impacted um, the culture. And um, I, I'm not sitting here going like, man, I wish I knew a little bit more about the brother. I mean, as far as his music goes. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm happy with his gift to us. And I just, I just pray his soul is, is, is resting eternally. Um, other than that, man, I'll pass it to to, to are you gonna let Will go last, or am I passing it back to you? you no, nah, Will, Will can go. Ill, Ill Will and Hill, Hill <laughs> Russell, and so many, you know, degrees and Grammys. It's very simple. Will Will can go. Just real. I just wanted to clarify. Is it, uh, is this the dedication and a shout out, or just the dedication? This is just this just the final final wrap up. But real quick, um, Dev mentioned Illmatic. We were talking about uh, Illmatic was. Um, in dug into the or is going to be in the Library of Congress. I think that's what you were referring to. Yep. Yeah. So oh, just that's to it. clarify that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll go ahead. Why don't you just do do your your final thoughts on on DMX and kind of wrapping this up there? Oh man, for sure, man. Well, you know, um, yeah, man. You know, we 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 love you. We're gonna miss you, man. We still slapping your shit. Pause. Um, <laughs> damn. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 <laughs> Hey, no I let one from Dev go earlier. I was gonna try. I thought we was gonna get through a whole episode yeah, no, I, without yeah, it. We let Dev, Dev, hey, you get on your butt. I was like, what? <laughs> no, yeah. no, you keep adding. I heard it Never as bad as you always. I please don't cancel me. I'm working on. I'm working on getting better. I'm, I'm working. I'm working. I, it just it's a, it's a process. But yeah, so DMX man, we we, we love you, man. You know, you 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 meant a lot, man. To 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 other little ghetto niggas who ain't had shit, man, you know, um, and to be able to gain some insight through another man's struggle, man, like that's wisdom, you know what I mean? You know, to not have to know that the the the, the stove is hot because somebody telling you that it is, you know, and DMX was definitely for that for, for me and people like me, you know what I'm saying? So he'll ever, you know, be appreciated that, you know, and um, he'll remain in our hearts, you know, and um, yeah, he'll continue to live on, you know, like, like I said, man, we still banging some of this shit, you know, and, um, you know, I was found myself putting together, you know, DMX playlist, you know, before he even passed, you know, just, but, you know, you, you, you so many things make it in and out, you know, that you, it never really gets completely constructed, you know, so I, I, at some point I'll finally finish that, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, but yeah, he won't be forgotten, man. So, you know, thank you for everything you gave us, man. That's real talk. Yeah, I mean, I don't think much much more needs to be said on that. Um, other than you know the the um, I think for uh, for how bold he was with his faith, um, for the number of people that you saw he touched, um, not just with his music, but again, especially like with his prayers. Um, you know, he would be on stage and like folks coming up. You know, I think I I just saw something recently where. I don't even think I got to read the full interview or watch the full video, but I, I think it was something about how um uh uh I, forget, I don't 
forgive me for not re- recalling his his real name, but Debo essentially from um, from Friday. He was in a he was in a uh, oh, tiny, tiny, tiny tiny thank you. Tiny, I said tiny, um, but I was on mute. Yeah. Um, you know, he was apparently in a crowd somewhere uh, when DMX was performing. DMX, you know, said a prayer. He was just so touched by it. like he had to come up stage and come up come up on stage and embrace him and crying and like you've seen that like many people had that story from DMX. Um, you know, I saw I, I just just with all that you know, in addition to the music, the the influence, the impact he's had on hip hop, how his music is still being played by the masses, but also by us in terms of, you know, just just regularly. Um, I think I think it is appropriate to say, you know, job well done, good and faithful servant on that um, for for um, for what he did, and and really, I think I, I I would not be surprised if I could say that he ushered a lot of people into their own faith uh, journey. So. Um, so for that, I think that's a that's a job well done, um, and appreciate him for it um, to 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 display that. Um, with that being said, any shout outs, Dev? We'll we'll start with you. You got any 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 shout outs for um, we wrap up for real for real? Man, me and the wife, man, we've been uh, heavy on our documentaries and stuff, and you know, in light of all the the um, the treatment and just the dynamics of of, of African Americans here on the nation. Um, I just feel a sense on these TV shows too, just kind of having their stage to be presented. I don't know if y'all seen the show them, but as as much as it feels like triggering and stuff like that, it just it taps into so many dynamics, man. I, I we really appreciate that show. And then even just going on another, um, the episode of This Is Us with the dynamic of him and his brother. If you don't know, it's like a black dude who was adopted into a white family and him and his brother were about to, of course they were triplets. So it's the same age. They actually start hashing out some of the things that were like microaggressions throughout his whole life. So just the lessons on these shows and it to be on such a prime time television type deal. I'm honestly liking the space where it's at to get the story of what black people are going through. So shout out to this is us shout out to them as far as TV shows and just being able to be on the platform uh, especially, you know, being off of um, the wave of uh, the director and producer, uh, what's his name? Keith, not Keegan, Michael Key, but Michael Peel or Key and Peel. So, yeah, man, it, it almost seemed like his energy is being transferred into these other shows now. And we just getting some heat right now as far as television is concerned. So shout out to that. So, uh, MOM, any, any shout outs? Mm, um, I I wanted to shout out something I was watching, uh, but it, it it started to take a turn, so I'm not. Going to, <laughs> <laughs> I was not going. I was I was. I don't even like, want to yeah, know, man. You know what? Uh, but it's but it's. It, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I keep it a hundo. It, it's produced by black folks, so I'm still gonna rock with it. I'm just. It just can't make the. I had to take it out the shout out list. <laughs> the shout out list. That's 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 the first. I never. Yeah, I'm gonna let it slide. Um, I I I am looking as far as music, man. Um, I'm not. My mind isn't blown at at what at what I'm seeing or hearing, but I do. I I I just shout out to hip hop optimism for right now. Like I, I feel like there's a couple of people that right now they haven't dropped albums. Something I, I get the feeling something's on on, on the way, so um, that's my my shout out is I hope I'm right. That that's my <laughs> I hope 
I hope. Is that a shout out or a prayer? Like that's right, right. two different things. Like <laughs> in, in, in great fashion to this episode. He did his own. You say, is that a verse or a prayer? You just let that man do what he does, brother. I mean, that's it. My shout out is optimism for hip hop in, in the next couple of weeks. I, I, I need hey, to see like we said, it's a different day. He never said hip hop is dead. Now he's going. Brother, why do you keep bringing it back? Do you want him to? <laughs> I'm saying it's too late. This man then went on the complete opposite spectrum. He brought in optimism. Let's go. Hip hop optimism. Go. That's a, Let's yeah, go. That's a, it's it's a first. It's a first. We're just gonna leave it there. We're not gonna remind yeah, him yeah. what he didn't yeah. say. Yo, Will, you got uh, any any shout outs, man? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Well, uh, yeah, I want to send a shout out to y'all for having me, man. I really appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got to do this again, you know. Um, Anytime, bro. Anytime. Uh, thank thank you sure. for having me in y'all, in y'all space, man. You know, uh, I also want to send a shout out to the UC Berkeley Black Men's Collective, you know, the BMC, Bearded Black Bears. You know what I'm saying? We out here. We in the <laughs> hey, street. Hey, 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 never, hey, I want you to know, Will, he's never shouted y'all out. Once on this podcast, oh, because I, yeah, because I, I, he's selfish, man. He don't think about man. nobody but himself, you know. I don't know how his wife put up, puts I'm, up with. I'm him. a walking shout out, brother. That's all I do is, 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 is you know for others, brother. I just want to make it clear that we out here in the streets, man, in front of the building. You know, what I'm saying and around the corner, but not. down the street from the other Stop building. It. Stop that it. You really want to set. But we're not quite sure where we going. No construction on that building. On side. So while in that building, you know, we just had a whole show on you know giving cats they flowers, man, and how underrated some of these dudes is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out I'm gonna shout out the the, the cats that's in my catalog heavy right now. That's in rotation heavy right now. That need to be shouted out. All right, mm -hmm. a long live killer cam. Right, you know what I'm saying? One of the greatest MCs of all time. This guy. Y'all not going to understand how funny that is. So go step on my shout out. Why are y'all stepping on my shout out? Shout out to Killer Kim, Dipset Forever, Freaky Zeke, you know what I'm saying? Jim Jones, Joel Santana, the whole entire Dipset. We love you. Yeah, just give us give us some. No, no, don't say that. We love you. Hey, hey, Royce Five Nine, Royce Five Nine, greatest rapper alive. Multiple personality disorder. Royce Five Nine, greatest greatest rapper alive. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Royce, though, Big Sean, Big Sean, one of the most underrated rappers known to man. But keep Sean and keep doing your thing. We'll have a we'll have a conversation about that. But it's good. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure that the cast who really deserve their flowers, you know what I'm saying, get them from me, you know what I'm saying? Um, if they don't get it from nobody else. And if it's any hate, you keep it to yourself. This ain't the time for that. <laughs> hey, this is a space for that. Hey. They stepped on Big Sean I will when say, I tried to say something too. I will say, I'm not hating on nothing else. And actually I will, I would, I, Cam definitely deserves flowers. I will say that. I'm not saying I'm the biggest fan, but it's Cam deserves flowers. But Royce is one project away, I think, Royce. from you saying he he's yeah, like he 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 he's there. Um great to me. Yeah, it's 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 freaky how much better he's gotten as time has gone on. Um yeah. that's, that's not even yeah, and he had a chance at a Grammy if he wouldn't have been in it at the same time. I, I feel like it's I don't know, I feel like it was a Nas overdue situation, but yeah, yeah. I mean he yeah, yeah he had been it, yeah. Um I'll say two things really quickly. Uh, one, um, you know, as we record this, it's kind of in the midst of, well, the uh, trial about uh, George Floyd's murder, but then also uh, most recently uh, Dante Wright um, being killed at the hands of police. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, although we, you know, obviously don't want to always end with, with stuff that's heavy, just need to acknowledge it. 
obviously we as a community continue to experience that pain and um, just, you know, sharing and acknowledging that we're, we're sharing in that with everybody else. Um, and hoping justice is heard. I, I say that with uh, not much confidence, but, you know, still the, the, the absolute best prayers uh, to his family, his loved ones, um, and the community, especially in, in Minneapolis, who's, who's having to deal with that most immediately. Um, on a lighter note, what I will say is that uh, although although I do agree, I think it was just more so a, a Nas overdue um, Grammy winning uh, for um, for his last album. I have still been listening to it, and I hated on the firm track when we did a review on that album. I want to go back, and it's not that I love that song. It grew on you. It grew on me, and what I do appreciate is it's very mature rap that I did not give a credit. And I, I said at the time, I like this ain't the type of track I wanted to necessarily hear firm on. But as I've listened to it, I gotta give all of those artists props for the maturity that they showed on Wax, and you know just what they did with the song. Again, it's not my favorite. Um, off King's Disease by any by any means, but I'm gonna walk back my criticism. Like this ain't what I want to hear. We, I want to hear that 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 growth and that maturity and that like that's what you're supposed to bring, especially as elder statesman in the game. And so I'm gonna walk my walk my I'm I'm, I'm gonna check my tone on how I was talking about them. You know what I mean? Very mature of you, bro. I gotta I gotta I had to do that. I had to I had to do that. Draco would never listening. do that. He was never. He would quietly bump that album forever. <laughs> hey, no, Will, you have no idea how many times this man has trashed an album at one point, and then he'll come back months later and be like, yo, it wasn't that bad. And I'll be like, you didn't say that six months ago. No, I always loved it, bro. You're on. <laughs> You're on. What, what album have I said I always record. Come on. Say, come you don't on. like it. But it's, he, you know, he, but, he cleaned it up for one. He cleaned it up for one cat, Sean. But the Sean, the only cat I seen him really. Oh, I never even heard that. You, you don't. Yeah, I, 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 I sent you the message. I oh, said, he had a heart to heart with you, then. Will that's it? Sean, hey, bro, no, it was a one song that Sean. I was like, yo, Sean, he came with it on this one. Was it? Uh, what? What? Uh, who else was on there? It don't it even like matter. People. The fact <laughs> is, I've been pushing Sean on it on that man line for at least four years now, bro. Or three, good three years, easy. And he been like, nah, get man's his buns, get him out the way. We don't want to hear this shit, bro. Then he, then he sneak, then he sneak text me. Then he gonna sneak text me. Hey, hey, Sean had a cool little song or whatever. What are you doing, bro? One song, man. I mean, one song. He he didn't make an album. I mean, he just had one song. He he did it. Hey, that's progress. It's progress. It's progress. So I, I, I'm gonna shout out for hip hop optimism that. at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> hip hop optimism. This the nigga that's leading us in hip hop optimism. <laughs> hey man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to lead the way. Hey, well, with that, yo, will I, I will also end by shouting you out, man. Appreciate you pulling up. We got you out here on the late night tip. I know you gotta be out early, man. But uh, hey, but glad to have you on. He, he dozed off uh-huh. once or twice, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, I'm smoking skiba <laughs> over here. I'm good. <laughs> Yo, well, hey, hey, for and, and anytime, man, you're welcome to join. We'll let you know when, when other topics is coming up. But if you just like, yo, when 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 we record next, we usually do this on a on a Thursday night. So um you're welcome to join anytime. We appreciate you pulling up for this one, especially. Absolutely, uh, man. 
Yeah, so, man. Yeah, um, yeah, and for anybody who's listening, obviously, wherever you're listening, uh, like, subscribe, comment, especially. Give us your thoughts on uh, on DMX, what he meant to you, what he meant to the culture. Um, what was your favorite song, your favorite verse? What was we like? What did we not mention that he did? What is the stuff that, you know, whatever you want to comment about X and just kind of celebrating his life um, and legacy, please put that in the comments. Um, otherwise, we are going to push our chairs back from the round table and highlight you on the next one. Peace. Peace.